Luke Byron, Tom Kennett, Alex Jones and Jack Harper. It's the spitballing pod. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. You know we've been fighting for one and still fighting to this day. To this day. Aguero! Surprise, motherfuckers. Back out to Allen. History pointer. Bang! I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a bow. And, and I'll tell you, honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. Listen, I ain't going to forget about this by the time we hit the motorway. Some might be. Hello and welcome to episode 141 of the Spitballing Pod. I won't front here, second time trying this. <laughs> Didn't have Troy's mic turned on, so he could have had some gems that we would have missed out. It was our best start to one yet as well. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> it's only, only a few minutes They'll long. never hear that. So, I mean, we're going to get straight into the news of the week. It's an upstairs pod. Alex, Jack, whoever else, haven't suddenly quit the pod. We've been moved upstairs, maybe some racket with whatever else is going on, but... We'll continue as normal. Plenty to get into. Football, boxing, rugby, UFC. Anyway, news of the week. Troy, hit us. Bong. Fake cop joins a real police chase, then handcuffs suspect at gunpoint. Do we have to say the same lines as we said the first time around? <laughs> if we got Troy on the bong, you can have a fake laugh if we need it. Okay, all right. All right. Bong. An 11-year-old girl in Zimbabwe jumped on top of a crocodile and gouged its eyes out when it attacked her nine-year-old friend. You know what? That doesn't actually get less wild the second time round. The more I hear yeah. that. <laughs> I said, Dominic Toretto, eat your heart out. <laughs> Bong. Hit the road. California legalises eating roadkill. Yeah, we, we kind of spoke about this. We were discussing yeah. the legality of it, weren't we? Whether, yeah, we I didn't, re- hadn't realised us. Maybe uh, maybe our American fans out there can hit us yeah. up with some, some ins and outs on this, on why it's actually illegal. Well, something that... Um, it was illegal. We can kind of... Sp- spin off from what you just said despite others having not heard it you said you saw a bit about it on a vice documentary yeah back in the day now when you look at vice now it's like hipster for hipsters like it's another level yeah 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 i think the last thing i watched on vice was they got big nasty in and they took him around those people that live life as if they are like in game of thrones like warriors Right, <laughs> and one of them they have like a dungeon in their house with like swords, and uh, you can use your imagination to know mm. what else. And it's just him reacting to it. But if you can picture him all suited up in armor, <laughs> swinging a sword around, battling people, it's Crazy. as good as. <laughs> I mentioned it. People are probably sick of me mentioning it, but when I interviewed Big Nasty, he signed off the interview saying, "Obviously, he's not going to get there now." That he was aiming towards a role in Game of Thrones. He was like, right. "That's what he wants." <laughs> Obviously, we didn't never get to realise that dream. I'm not sure where he fits in, I've got to tell you. <laughs> I think he's doing uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu as well now, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> like he's been sticking at it type thing. Let me What's tell you. What's the next Joey it, Diaz? It was knackering for me, and he's a he's a bigger boy than me. <laughs> what were you saying about... So this fella, he's British, but... Oh, yeah, the roadkill guy. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially what he does, what he, does is he, he walks around... He lives in the Yorkshire Dales, and he wanders around the A-roads just sort of collecting roadkill that could have been there a day or it could have been there a week. It's not he, He's not too concerned. He takes it back to his weird house. <laughs> I'm not going to front and act like he lives in a normal house. He doesn't. 
and then he puts it in an outside freezer, you know, one of them old school ones that your nan would have, the big closed ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he put a body in there as well. Yeah, you could definitely. <laughs> he, that's what he's doing. <laughs> he, he eats cats as well. Because <laughs> cats, obviously, in England, uh, we have quite a lot of cats. We've got a cat in here. Yeah. Hopefully. Close, <laughs> cover your ears, puss. <laughs> he can feel the family for a week. But yeah, the guy was catching <laughs> badgers. And as you know, badgers carry TB. Yeah, I was going to say, he's just eating TB, isn't he? Yeah, it's crazy. But he, yeah, like you said, there is a, a better menu in America, I guess. You can get yeah. like a, I don't know, like a coyote or something. Remember that weird programme in America they did? Um, obviously, it was an American programme. And it was like weird obsessions and, and addictions. And Yeah, we we had an old episode where we went into some of them. Mm. Yeah, but there was a guy on there that was addicted to it. And he would eat raw meat and rotten meat. What? So he'd, and he'd keep it in a jar, this like oh maggot God. fermented meat. And he'd like take it out and eat some of it. And all they went to the doctors about it and that. And, and they basically said like, you're killing yourself. <laughs> like, just so you know. How are you not dead and already? Yeah, yeah. He was just like completely perplexed by it. He, he said he'd... But kind of been doing it all his life. It just got worse. The thing is, as odd as you find that, when you heard some of the ones that we had before, oh, so there was that, someone... That, weird, that crazy bitch drinking paint. Yeah, well, there was someone who, <laughs> who was addicted to um, eating cigarette ashes, and it was because she ate her... Um, I think it was her grandfather's ashes. For some reason, she ate them. Yeah, That's true, got, love that. Got a yeah. taste for it and said, well, I can't go around paying people for like their Did, dead yeah, relatives' ashes. Yeah. So that was the close... That was like her methadone crazy isn't it there's so, some weird people out there she had the morals to not ask people for their relatives ashes though. I think that's yeah. nice yeah well you said about the the Roco guy I'm one of the um, idiot abroads in America there's like a guy there who goes around pinching the stuff out of like the, the back of shops in their bins okay, said yeah. where you find some stuff he's like they tell you it's gone off and it's not and well you said about the house so they take him and he's meant to spend a night in like a tent alongside his and it's hammering down a rain and he's like, this is a nice night for it, the guy said. And he's like, it might be, but I know I have a hotel there if I want it. So <laughs> yeah. As much as it might seem like a yeah. nice night by your standards. I don't have to do this. Yeah. For me, it's not. <laughs> this isn't essential to my evening. Like, yeah. <laughs> and what else have we got? All right, oh. hit me. Bong. From 2017, so it's been going on since then, murder suspects who use big penis defence found not guilty. Big, big penis <laughs> I'm guessing he ripped her insides out or something. We don't look into them. With his cock. Yeah. Or oh, he just goes into the interview and says, look, I've got a big dick. Mm. <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> Bong. Girl hit by car while trick-or-treating shortly after driver was shot in face. <laughs> That's actually tragic. Mm. I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. Well, we sat at the bar when we laughed at Dementia Fight Club. Yeah, just yeah, for the record, right. I did not laugh at that. <laughs> no, I sent it on. <laughs> said it made it better that you were serious while yeah. <laughs> we were carrying it on. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to make a valid point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bong. All right, the fridge is going, so that's that. Marijuana found in man's nose 18 years after he smuggled it into prison. In his nose? He had a baggie up there, couldn't get it out. 18 years later, he managed to retrieve it. Takes a whole new, whole new meaning to the word, the name vintage, I suppose. For it, the frustration he must have felt. <laughs> Mad. Bong. Indian politician says children will become cannibals if cannibals if they eat eggs. Canada's wild. No, that's Indian. Sorry, I messed oh. up. He says that children will become cannibals if they eat eggs. Fucking vegans. An Indian Strange politician. One. That game's is. gone. Game's gone. Bong. Do you see they asked Nate Diaz, he did a Q&A this week and I went back and watched him. We'll get on to him later. Mm. 
But they said, when did you become vegan? And he said, well, I stopped eating meat when I was about 18. And I became vegan from there. And he was like, but I'm not completely vegan because like sometimes I do eat eggs and I eat seafood and I do drink milk as well. So, but yeah, I'm just vegan. Like I, I like the vegan lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's 2019. If you want to associate yourself with something, not fully represent it, that's up to you. Is that not a vegetarian? Pretty, Pretty much. much, yeah. Pescatarian, whatever it is. He's repping fish. the vegans now. He can't I guess, go back. There isn't I guess such thing though, as a vegetarian anymore. They've no. died out. Everyone yeah. wants to be vegan. Or... Yeah, you ain't just a vegetarian. You get spit, you get spat at by yeah, the vegans don't... if you're a vegetarian. <laughs> you, you don't have any side if you're a yeah. veggie. So you've got to be one or the other. Being a pescatarian was very pretentious. Well, well no, it's funny you mention that. I once met a bloke. It was in the pub as well, which makes it even worse. <laughs> and um, he basically told me that he took DMT... Joe Rogan style <laughs> and it changed his outlook completely on life and he became a pescatarian um, simply because of that and he's, his his reasoning was fish are the only animals that sort of abandon their young and like mammals don't <laughs> he basically is ex- meaning for that is like they don't have emotions and they don't feel <laughs> anything so just fuck fuck the fish if you watch any of them, was his message I'll tell you, if you watch any of them wildlife programs and a yeah. tiger comes along they abandon their young very quickly yeah. Yeah. fish yeah, let's eat tigers instead. <laughs> what, what, do you, what, what do you say? You say it's pretentious being a pescatarian. Yeah, because it just, it just seems like you're going halfway. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm just a bit happy and I just want a little title. Yeah, then a, lot of, saying. a lot of people who say they're vegetarian or oh, pescatarian, aren't they? But they'll say, oh, I'm vegetarian, but I do eat fish. Like, well, you're not, then are you? You're, you're a liar, that's what you are. Just but I think with, ear bite. <laughs> with, with Diaz, though, I think it's more like, um, I kind of like that he just does that because he's not actually conforming to to veganism he just he definitely doesn't conform yeah he's kind of like saying look I don't drink milk and that every day but sometimes I feel like glass of milk and I fucking have it he says he like, do you get what I mean you, you can imagine like, one of these vegans like talking to him and he'd just be like, well, he's like, yeah, like I don't care I don't do it for ethical reasons he'd eat like a steak in front yeah. of him just to he's piss like, him off <laughs> he says he tried going back to meat and it, it just played up his stomach yeah see my sister did. gave up meat imagine. because it was she felt that certain meats was playing her belly up and then she just went full hog with it and <laughs> excuse the pun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's been vegan a few years now. I like that on Tyson Holyfield too. I mentioned that on the last one, not this one. They got the doctor up as if he needs to assess what's happened when there's a chunk of his ear off with yeah. blood pissing out. I'm not sure how else you get rid of the ear <laughs> in a boxing match when you've got big old gloves on. Hit me. Bong. America's pile of uneaten bacon is the biggest in 48 years. I oh, purposely right, yeah. didn't look at context yeah, because I like sense. the idea that there's just a pile and they're like, yeah, yeah, that's this is the biggest we've seen it. Yeah, that's the thought that you planted in our heads. Yeah. But really, it's more like, yeah, they're big wasting bastards not eating all their fucking bacon. <laughs> their bacon's crap anyway. Sorry yeah. to take a shot Streaky. at the Americans, but it's, no, it's not Then it's they not come bacon. over here and they ate not it. So. They don't like ours? No. Well, guess what? It's not ours. It's Danish. <laughs> so yeah. <fuck> <laughs> Bong. Parents decorate son's grave with skeleton rising from the ground. Cemetery takes it down. Goddamn fucking cemeteries. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine visiting though like a grave at night and seeing that. You yeah. would You'd be it. horrified. Yeah, it's crazy. I know that we're going to get onto it in a bit, but it's funny, isn't it? How like as a child, graveyards are like this at nighttime. They can be like the scariest thing that you know as a child. Cause it's like, 
there's not many haunted houses knocking about that you can just go visit. But as a kid, if you want to go shoot yourself up, you'd go to the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, as an adult, it's kind of like, well, what the fuck's going to happen in a <laughs> graveyard? Like, really? <laughs> Bong. Police blew up an innocent man's house in search of an armed shoplifter. Too bad, court rules. Yeah, too bad. Assuming they didn't catch him then. No, that was in quotation as well, so I assume they literally did say it's too bad. <laughs> Bong. Multiple raccoons take over the library at Arkansas State. <laughs> They're enforcing the fines. <laughs> they take <laughs> they take it over. Led by Eric Cartman and his <laughs> and his uh, superhero Walter. <laughs> yeah, if you say the name in isolation. I'm not there. saying his name. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> this is old librarian when we get dragged out by them. <laughs> we got them finally. It reminds me of that uh, that uh, ward of emus that we that yeah. we looked at that one. That still kills me yeah, to this day. Yeah, I saw day. a fact earlier saying that Australia have actually declared war on a species twice. So I don't know what the other one is. Yeah, the Aussies are mad. But yeah, we did this before. They they <laughs> declared war on the emus and they lost. The emus won. Yeah. <laughs> they gave up. They signed a treaty in well, the Well, the emus end. were literally picking them off. <laughs> the thing is, they ever, Crazy. if the kangaroos ever turn, they're in trouble because they've got fucking well, loads they, of them. They've got four, haven't they? They have extinct quite a few few things. And I honestly think that's a decent scrap because yeah. I... I reckon a kangaroo can handle himself. Kangaroos, would you? Kangaroo Jack was just kangaroo propaganda that never <laughs> took off. They're like, don't have it in the zoos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bong. And this might need explaining. New details emerge in case of first death from fecal transplant. Someone needs to explain that to me. Fecal transplant. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> taking your shit to That's someone what else's I shit. I assumed it was, but I don't know why that would ever be a thing. I wouldn't be fucking swapping with you, I'll tell you that. Christ <laughs> <laughs> <rest> alive. <laughs> Alright, bong. Tour guides stung to death by crazed giant wasps in front of shocked holidaymakers in Thailand. <laughs> this <laughs> freaked me out. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like fucking. Do you ever remember Killer Bees? That film. <laughs> We mentioned Jackass like actually on shit. Saturday, but not not on the pod. I was remembering on a pod. Yeah, and they had the one where they play what we call swing ball with a beehive. Yeah, and they're like, yes. if you get stung by like three hundred and twenty times, then you will die. And he's like, there's three hundred thousand bees here. Jesus. <laughs> and whoever it is on there doesn't realise that the more you run, the more you antagonise them. And he's See, sprinting around getting things. No, he calms down. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah, see, in this day and age, there's no way Steve would take part in something like that. No. Like smashing up bees and shit. Like. <laughs> his his first Joe Rogan is maybe my favourite one. Yeah. That is an absolute belter. Yeah, I remember that. Because usually you get someone on there and they talk about everything apart from, from what you want shit. them to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Their new thing there. He was talking about his, the gas canisters and stuff, like when he was taking yeah, the balloons. Yeah, but he basically wanted to be a clown when he was younger. That's always mm. what he wanted to be and that's how he got into just like throwing himself he off. He got the next best yeah. thing. <laughs> like, without meaning to get dark, like I'm sure if you look at the backgrounds of the Dirty Sanchez cast and the Jackass cast, I'm sure they all have certain issues <laughs> that's led them to, you know, to be like that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, it's Joker. He still <laughs> answered the new South Park. <laughs> But yeah, Troy. Bong. Oh, on again. 
Lancaster school ID badges show phone sex line number instead of suicide prevention hotline. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, I suppose it works. Maybe it does work. <laughs> you get a big bill alongside being suicidal. <laughs> it could be the yeah, same thing, not. though, in a way. Maybe this woman talking dirty. It's it's it could be the same grace. Well, I hope right. they're getting paid more the sex line workers. There's yeah. an extra responsibility attached to that. Yeah. Let's be honest, you probably have got to pay. If you really want to be saved, you do have to pay. No one ain't getting this shit for free. I'm going to have to prepare you here, TK, because I know you're going to enjoy these, and they're three similar that I gathered together. Fuck's so sake. So we've got a bit of a theme here. It's like I know we're going down. Of the feature that I mentioned to you the other week. <laughs> All right. Bong. Dad claims adopted dwarf girl is 30 and plotted to kill his wife and two sons. <laughs> So yeah, you didn't you didn't click this one though. No. no context. <laughs> I did actually click this one, yeah. But it is from what I gathered, it is he was right. Like mm. they had adopted like a thirty-year-old. So did they think they were adopting a kid? Yeah, but they oh, actually shit. adopted yeah, a thirty-year-old okay. dwarf, and she was planning to kill off the wife and kids. Oh my word! Mental. Bong. Mum suing sperm bank after picking six foot tall donor but giving birth to a dwarf. Shit. <laughs> That's what you get. Isn't it? Yeah. You can't be trying to get something from a catalogue. No. Yeah. <laughs> These fucking catalogue babies out here. <laughs> Designer babies. The delivery's turned up. Like, this is not what I ordered. Yeah. All right. Bong. Porn star Bridget the Midget. <laughs> <laughs> Porn star Bridget the Midget stabbed boyfriend while he slept with other women. Wow. <laughs> Don't cheat on a midget. <laughs> he wasn't a midget for clarity. So if you can picture the scene there. There was no. another one where the the thing in Wolf of Wall Street does actually happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only, it cost, I'll say only. It cost you about 500 quid. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole thing, isn't there? You can throw them around and stuff. We were talking about our Christmas. Ep- <laughs> we were talking about our Christmas episode. <laughs> if everyone's happy to chip in, we've got about five of us. I'm Do you remember when? More than happy just to. just quickly, whilst we're still on midget talk. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> us in the early itself. days of Ricky Gervais show where they where they brought up a story of the midgets yeah, fighting the uh, a pack of lions? Yeah, this guy kind of thought that he could make a sh- like a show, like the UFC or whatever, of yeah. like. It's going to be people. It's like a gladiator, gladiator against shirt, one lion. Somewhere in like Southeast Asia. <laughs> oh my God. And then they, they stopped it in after like seven minutes. Yeah. Because they, they'd like, Been 12 of them up. were dead. Like, you know, like, it wasn't going well <laughs> and, for and them. The catapult- <laughs> and the other one that got catapulted into a hippo's mouth. <laughs> the thing that's wild to me is that, like, there's people with an f- actual phobia of midgets. I don't, yeah. <laughs> people have a genuine phobia. I had a teacher at school, supposedly, who had a phobia of midgets. Yeah, oh, that's mad, isn't it? I'm not sure. That's not ideal as a teacher. Like, I, moving, I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, moving forward, I'm not sure. Secondary you can school, get away though, with so it's alright. You got less of a chance. It's like saying you have a phobia of Jewish people or, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. You know what I mean? It's in like. In a PC age, can you. Yeah, even if like, you do genuinely have that phobia, I think you got to keep it to yourself. Yeah, like, Just really? Start sweating on it, but. It's <laughs> on you. Be thankful it's not like one of the addicts. They're addicted to eating midgets. They're scared <laughs> of them instead. <laughs> alright, that's the news of the week done. So. Topical. <laughs> Topical here. We've just had a Halloween. It's November the 4th. Bit of context here for those that don't know. I'd like to be factual on the pod. Halloween began as the festival of Samhain. It was part of the ancient Celtic religion in Britain. That's right, and other Derry. parts of Europe. Yeah. 
because they have a massive parade through uh, Derry every Halloween. And yeah. At the end of the summer, the Celts thought the barrier between our world and the world of ghosts and spirits got really thin. This meant weird creatures with strange powers could wander around on Earth. The Celts had a big party. It was all about scaring away the ghosts and spirits. Some say the reason people dress as ghosts is because people are trying to blend in with whatever could be yeah, yeah, I've coming heard in, that. but I don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> that wasn't on the BBC article. So Irish immigrants to the United States raised the popularity of Halloween during the 19th century, and they've gone overboard on it since. Yeah, they took Classic. it by both horns. So before we get on to maybe our own experiences, I do have some of the worst mishaps that celebrities have had on Halloween here. And one where you question, why did they ever think this was a good idea? So in his first public outing since being arrested for um, domestic abuse towards Rihanna, Chris Brown thought a way to alleviate the publicity was to dress as an Arabic terrorist with a beard and... uh, when he was questioned about it afterwards, because obviously there was a massive fuss about yeah. all this, he said, people need to chill out and get a life. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a British answer to a question. That is, isn't it? That's sort of like <laughs> a, Chill out, get a life. Uh, yeah, like I'm at uni in <laughs> second year. Don't tell me what to do, man. <laughs> we had Prince Harry wearing a Nazi costume. Yeah, we all know someone that's wore a Nazi outfit to a Halloween. <laughs> you, I thought you, you said that with such... I don't know. That's just little Britain for you, isn't it? That's... Oh no! I thought you were serious. I was thinking, unless I'm looking at TK, he no. didn't. He didn't bat an eyelid either. Three degrees for all the time. Look, one of yeah. us must. One of us must have in our time. Yeah. Oh, Prince Harry got grandparents who actually would have worn it. So <laughs> when you at least he's wearing it as pretend. That's true. That's true. In 2006, less than two months after the death of Steve Irwin, Bill Mayer dressed up as Crocodile Hunter with a bar of a stingray that killed him sticking out his bloody <laughs> chest for Halloween. I do remember Fuck seeing about great. that. When pulled up <laughs> on it, great. he yeah. said, I'm not apologising for a Good. joke. Good. Yeah, yeah. That's just I mean, comedy, that is. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's all it is. You we, can't take them things too seriously. Some people got proper upset, but yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. With some of them, though, they're, they're so, like, OTT that you can see where there would be a funny side. Yeah, 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 yeah. But sure. so when I say the next one, Lily Allen, dressed as Doctor Luke, the music producer, accused of sexually assaulting Kesha. <laughs> How did he dress like him? That's random, isn't it? He isn't even a <laughs> doctor. Snidey, like. But she just dressed as a doctor with a massive name badge that said Doctor Luke. True. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's my question. I guess makes no sense. I don't know why that would be your choice. No, if you're gonna be outrageous, you gotta be funny. But there we yeah. go. That's just obscure. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You can't be. You can't just be one. You can be funny, I suppose, but <laughs> can't just be outrageous. <laughs> Griezmann dressing as a Harlem Globetrotter with full blackface. I did worry. Yeah, that, that was uh, worry that this dog. Who is... let the dogs out? I'll tell you what. They Where the rest come of in the here cats? Attack the cats. We'll have it. I don't know why people have to bring their dogs with them places. My mad stepdad told me when I was a kid, and it always stuck with us. If a dog ever tries to attack you, and it jumps up at you. <laughs> He's going to get front. dark, man. Is that what he's going to say? Reach down no. His front. He told us to grab both his front legs and pull them both outwards. Jesus. And it would crush the dog's heart. <laughs> Trust me, this man was a madman, though. He, he he had me shoot my first rat at, like, eight because it was in his bird seed. And he like, come outside a minute. And I was like, well, what am I doing? I'm glad we're going this gone away because I was open for some tails today. So was... hopefully you're in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> 
there must have been a guy with a similar sort of vibe because I think I may have told this story before. I don't know if it was on the pod or just to you, but uh, got told this this lad knew his friend's dad. He was around his house, mm. and uh, he couldn't help but notice like the dog wasn't around. And it said, well, well, the dog just turned and uh, I had to kill it. <laughs> so supposedly this guy yeah. says, when the dog turns, he reaches down his throat and then it kills it. Fuck me, and Steven Seagal did it. He it. But he turned out he'd done it twice. Ooh. How many dogs have just suddenly just turned yeah, on? Yeah. And he just thought, this is the only thing for this it. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> Old Yelladum. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a joke and it was going to be like Stranger Danger when you were younger. You are going to say, you kick it in the nuts and that was going to be... <laughs> no, no, no. He, he didn't do jokes like that. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to dogs, I don't play. Yeah, literally. <laughs> he, one of my friends still brings it up now. He once told us... If you ever want to, if you ever want to break a dog and train it, he said, and he literally didn't elaborate on this. He just said, tie it down. <laughs> left it, <laughs> let our imaginations do the worst. Like just left it at that. <laughs> we might be investigated after this. <laughs> Can't well, no, that dog he, downstairs has got he quite can be investigated. <laughs> you don't want that smoke. It's <laughs> <laughs> yes, where Griezmann with the black faces of Harlem Globetrotter. That was oh yeah, so badly thought out. <laughs> well, there's a guy who was in one of the like pop punk bands of the 2000s who did blackface twice the first time wasn't enough outrage <laughs> he did it again well it's funny that because i've been to butlins where they do the fancy dress and all of that type of stuff like the adult weekends and um we was there the one time and this one guy was dressed as mr t and it was so accurate yeah that one of my friends who's a person of color was taking photos with him he, he loved it so much so I think sometimes it's like it's it's the way you go about it you know like with the grease you got to do it well that was like, like blacked up I'd it? advise you, you don't ever try it no but I think you, you, you may get well. away with Mr. T yeah, I think it, because yeah. Mr. T it comes with the whole shebang well, and some everything people else. Some go with boot polish and think that's yeah. See, this is what, what, I mean. what Griezmann did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly that. Depending on what you're sort of using. <laughs> can Was there affect. any white Harlem Globetrotters? Could he not have just? You can dress yeah. up as a Harlem Globetrotter without. Yeah, it wasn't even yeah, of necessary. It's just the kit. That you it, yeah, need, didn't it? That is all you need. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Sorry, guys, we're just watching uh, Ronda Rousey getting getting beaten up. So. It's not good. Getting smashed and not in the way we would have liked. <laughs> I I never went trick or treating. We got onto trick or treating after. I mean, the outfits yeah. I've done, Kermit the Frog, where I was green faced. So maybe anyone Ooh. that's green could think that I've crossed a the line there. Yeah. You've gone. You're out of order there. Kermit the Frog, but I don't think not Kermit the Frog. The Colonel, but I don't think that was on Halloween. I think that was someone's birthday. That is a sensational fancy dress, though. The the nightmare was the moustache because whenever you went to uh, sip your pint, it was getting drenched. <laughs> and I chose to go authentic and use the glasses that were with it, so I was blind for the most for the majority of the night. <laughs> well, I have a great photo at home of like basically I never dressed up properly for any. I've never been invited to like a Halloween party where you go all dressed up. And even if I did, me and my friends was always like too cool. We we wouldn't have dressed up. We'd have just turned up in our hoodies and all the rest of it. Yeah, I did you always know? think I was, bit, I was a bit above it. Sometimes in, in you truth, do, innit? Sometimes you feel truth, like you're too, ah, I'm too cool for this. But, yeah. but I was saying to my missus recently, I'd I'd like to go to a fancy dress and really go Commit. for it. Yeah. yeah. But I was looking back at some old photos of um, as when we were kids and I've got three brothers and a sister and there's a photo of uh, me and two of my older brothers holding my younger sister who must have been about four at the time and she looks absolutely terrified because her three older brothers are dressed up for Halloween, which our stepdad had dressed us up with. 
black bin bags. It's the same stepdad. Yeah, yeah. The only if, he, if he says they went as the Jacksons, now I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, it weren't even good. This is what I mean. This is council estate dress up. A lot of people probably relate to this. Black Halloween bag with a hole on, so put it over your head, and then just some shit face paint and fake blood like, on your face and stuff. Jobs are good. And that was you ready to go trick or treating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that would be about it. I said you was watching the early South Park where Cartman goes in as uh, oh, was Hitler and then they have a ready-made VHS for kids that go in as Hitler and they have a, an outfit to give them after and they give them a bed sheet <laughs> well, over yeah. his head and then he <laughs> just looks like the KKK yeah. member then, yeah. We we used to get up to some mad shit though around Halloween, like but between I'm the ages of like twelve and sixteen. I'm going to ask you about this because I I do know you have some tales, but I didn't know some whether Halloween to tales. Uh, yeah pry. So <laughs> <laughs> goes on to what you said about Halloween party. And I went to the one at sixth form and never really been to a party like that before. Mm. Thought it was a good idea. Bought this jigsaw mask off uh, the internet, which was a yeah, I love the mask, idea of it until I re- you couldn't talk. With it on, which I hadn't really thought of before, <laughs> did help me out though. Towards it because I'm terrible with small talk. Up to chat, <laughs> yeah, and it was also boiling hot having it on. Oh Christ! Couldn't work. Couldn't yeah. roll a glass under either. So yeah, yeah it was a lot. You're blind again. There's a lot of outfits. You've got to be real smart about what you're using. I know. Yeah, that was kind of thought. Go halfway. So I wore just like a shirt, but with a mask as well. That was when you started to see that Halloween was really for birds to wear just about anything. Or not yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. As it were. Look at me, I'm a sexy plumber. Like, they, 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 they <laughs> yeah. try and make everything fucking sexy in it and it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit shit. First question here then. So, I've never been one to trick or treat, never gone out on Halloween. I mean, I wouldn't have gone out in Brockworth on Halloween Troy's maybe the one to pass this over to. Mm. Troy, do you have any Halloween antics to fill us in on? Quite a few. <laughs> yeah, so that, yours. Like like Halloween and bonfire night was as a kid the the almost better than Christmas Day. <laughs> like it was an event that you looked forward to all year round. You got all the gang together, everyone's coming from everywhere to come and meet up straight after school about five o'clock ish. Everyone's in dark clothing and a shit mask or something like, and uh, yeah, like we we would uh, the Halloween would would basically consist of egging. Once <laughs> one time we were gonna egg the old people's home. We were probably about eleven at this time. We was only year six, year seven sort of age. And I remember we egged the old people's home, and they caught us in the act, invited us in to bob for apples. Why the old people's Because <laughs> it was all fair game, Luke. Old people's home used to have a real good um, hedge. So we used yeah. to hedge hop it. So it was already like, well, we already fucked their hedge. It was up. open season at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they invited us in because they didn't realise that we were egging them. They invited us in to, to bob for apples. So 10 of us all go in and bob for apples in front of like the whole old, the whole like people that live there, all the residents. There was a fight club in the background. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. One of my friends Probably steps got up. He's got, he's got like three eggs in his pocket. He steps up to Bob for the apples and as he bends down, his trousers obviously get a bit tighter. He just, I remember him just looking at me and going, oh, fuck's sake. The eggs split in his, they're all down his leg. They played him. They played him, they played him for a fool. <laughs> he got an apple though, to be fair to him. But yeah, we also used to, um, at the place where Luke worked, um, the 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 co-op, the local shop, we used to go around the back of there, get the biffer bins, 
and take them onto the park, which was literally just a stone throw away. And we'd always set them on fire yeah. in the middle. Yeah, we'd clean get, that up. Yeah, we'd get anything <laughs> that we could possibly find, mattresses, like the area that we live in, it's not that rare to find a mattress on the front <laughs> of their driveway or stuff like that. So yeah, we used to have great time. I remember people would throw a tin of beans on the fire. That was always like fun. You'd have to run like fuck because you never knew who, where it would go. <laughs> Fireworks were obviously a big one as well. <laughs> this was one I didn't know if you were going to talk about or not, but I was hoping you would. What, fireworks? Yeah, if we're oh, thinking yeah. about the same thing. But well, you... it was, there was a fair few things. We had one where this young lad, he's probably about four or five years younger than me, and at the time he'd have probably been about probably about 11 or 12. Same age as me. Yeah, and he used to hang around <laughs> like, with all the older lads type yeah. thing. Really good at football, you know, the type of sort. They, they He's going to be trying to show off. Yeah. He's going to do something outrageous here. So we had uh, we had some fireworks and we we're in, um, down in the local street, uh, like the, the high street, and he went into the Chinese to throw a firework in there and he had a balaclava on but <laughs> and, he, and a T-shirt and he approached the front door went to light it, then suddenly had some sort of spurt of genius come into his head and thought, fuck, I better take my T-shirt off. Don't want to be identified by my T-shirt. Took his T-shirt off, kept the balaclava on, lit it, threw it into the into the Chinese. It fucking went... We were all opposite the road, like hiding in a bush. It went up like a fucking Christmas tree. Like, I'm surprised the people didn't have a heart attack from it. Yeah. We used to, we used to um, sellotape them to phone boxes. So we'd... You'd go in the phone box, you'd sellotape it to the to the actual hand, handset um, and then just light it and then close the door and obviously it'd just be spinning around like fucking mad <laughs> attached to the handset. But yeah, um, I know of people that used to put them through letterboxes of people's houses that they didn't like. <laughs> yeah, all sorts of carnage we'd get up to on uh, on, on Halloween. That's far worse I've put through your letterbox. To, to <laughs> that is true. Well, they were firework. I mean, the first time I was told this... Uh, tail it was told really low key and I was thinking I could have gone a lot worse a firework just yeah. murdered we, someone in the there Chinese was a, there's a local man and he still sells them he sells fireworks to kids like he just gets them in bulk all the time around this time of the year and he just goes around the local area just kind of say got fireworks and you're like whoa as a, a, a 12 year old kid you just all put your money together get a load of rockets we used to rip a gutter off someone's house. You'd rip a gutter pipe <laughs> off and, and literally put the rocket in the one end, light it, yeah, and yeah. have it as a rocket launcher. <laughs> we, on the park, there's a slide and we used to put it at the bottom of the slide, light it, fire up the slide and then land always on this one person's roof. It was like a target practice every year. It just it just shatter on the roof. like. So yeah, we, we, we got up some mad shit at Halloween. I miss it badly. <laughs> Yeah, TK. If you want to follow that, what do you get to on Halloween? <laughs> yeah, relatively tame in comparison. If, if Troy's not here next week, we know like bonfire night went south. For, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. He had to scratch that itch. Mm. <laughs> I didn't really do anything like that for Halloween. I would always uh, think you don't answer the door for Halloween. Don't go anywhere near because no. if pretend you're not in was always yeah because. If there's one thing worse than not answering the door, it's answering the door and telling them you've got nothing for them. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. Especially in these ends. You don't want that smoke. Where I live now, no fucker came round. It's almost like, just like, I don't know if this is a suburb type thing, which is quite a nice area. We didn't have any just nobody there. It's a different time though, isn't it? It is. People don't really want their kids out begging. No, I mean, I mean, it, it's no. a strange concept anyway, isn't it? Because as a kid, you were told, <laughs> you were told, if, don't take things if a bloke, yeah, if he pulls over in a van off his sweets, yeah. don't take it. Now it's go around a stranger's house and ask for sweets. Yeah. 
it's, it's very do strange. Not, do you not think that if you would go to like the richest area you could think of, yeah, that would definitely. make the most sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is. Well, good. there was a, there was a little point. news story the other week that popped up. Um, it was from America, and basically it was a rich area, and the person said they weren't giving kids to the. To, I mean, candy to these certain kids because she knew they weren't from there. They were from the poor neighborhood. <laughs> oh, wow. So she she felt like she was well within her rights to not give it to these poor kids. Like, you should be trick-or-treating in your own area. So I guess it kind of is already a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like electoral area or she's not, not fucking giving yeah, it to you. exactly. Nate Diaz saying that, so was it, someone gave him a carrot or an apple so he mashed it all into their car. He was like, give me a carrot on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking up to himself, and he's like, <laughs> we, 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 we were kids. We, like I'm, like we a Rudolph, like. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't ever be uh, trick or treating. Every year, you see them stories saying like, "Watch out in case uh, your child has an edible placed into their Halloween." Like, oh yeah, nobody's paying their good money. Nah, no one's <laughs> wasting them. Give <laughs> your shit. kid an edible so, yeah. to put it and not even see the effects. Yeah. They don't even see like. It used to be like ecstasy pills, didn't it? Yeah. Before edibles were a thing, people used and to say it was ecstasy year, pills. Like, Load of bollocks. What, people putting needles in your kids' yeah. Halloween thing. That's what yeah, but that's up there with the, the petrol pump needle. You know, you often see it, but like people share it, and it's a it's a picture of a petrol pump, and it's got like a needle on the end, like where you'd put your finger, and and every forty year old plus shares this shit. Yeah, it's just in the You've same You've got right in my head that. there, Troy, won't like. <laughs> that's me never going to be able to get petrol in the same pump, way. Yeah. Look at every time. <laughs> Copy and share this. They don't want you to know. They'll be able to take your details if you don't share this post to your oh, Facebook. Oh, Christ. Yeah. There's some random account called like Sally Turner has written out. My mum my mum got done that the other day. It's the first time she's ever done something like that. And my sister just commented on it saying... Oh, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's to, be, it's to be fair because you know you know what it's like now. Like my mum asked me the other day, like, is should I click on this? And it was a thing from like saying Amazon Prime, update your details. Yeah, yeah. And I'm saying like if you haven't ever done anything, don't Just leave it. it. And yeah, if it's yeah. in your junk for Amazon, there's probably a reason mm-hmm. it's in there. So I think that's it for Halloween. I think. Troy's done us well there. If anything we do have now isn't going to be able to be followed up. Actually, I did. When when I was a bit older, this is going to be quite tame in comparison to Troy. I think I was trying to live out like not like in a Michael Jackson way, where I didn't get a childhood, so I was living out like that. But Thank God. I do you recall going egging and going with a kid? And it it wasn't enjoyable for me because I was so terrified of being caught that yeah, it kind yeah. of took away the. I, I wasn't a yeah. free spirit. Because we used to do egging and stuff like that. Like just regularly, like it wasn't just a Halloween thing. It wasn't a special. I would, yeah, I would like often se- feel this like, was like that. Seventeen years old, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would often. Feel they like should that have been too. beyond this. <laughs> we went with a went with a kid, and uh, we did it. We got we got back to his car. He was driving. This is how it was. It was like mm. getaway, and um, <laughs> the getaway vehicle. <laughs> yeah, literally before the last person even thrown there, he was gone, and uh, he was like, "Oh shit, shit!" And that, and we were like, this what? kills me. And he went. We should have worn gloves. <laughs> should have wo- and he was well, like, what do you mean? And he was like, they can get fingerprints off eggshell. <laughs> this girl. That's great. Oh, oh, 100% serious. What the- do, do you know what? Just last last one that's just popped in my head. It's a quick one. I can remember one time we used to... Finish on a strong one. There was this, there was this heist that we would often cherry knock, throw eggs at, whatever. It had a really long drive. 
So it was like the the risk was in the getaway. <laughs> and like it was like added more risk to it. And um, basically my friend tied fishing wire to their knocker and we went like a good, like, I don't know, 50 yards back and hid around the corner. And we were just tapping, pulling this fishing wire off his knocker on the front door. Sake. And it kept tapping it. And yeah, and the guy glued his knocker to his door <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as the only way of getting over this. Like, absolute great. Feel like, yeah. feel like DJ Vlad here. You're the rapper. We've got you to snitch on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Dry snitching all over the place. <laughs> and what were them packs you were shifted? <laughs> Who did you kill off back in the day? Get so I hear knife crime's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's not much of a positive note to continue on from. So Andre Gomez was injured yesterday. I'll start off by saying we're having no sympathy for Sun here. I've been seeing this the last two days. I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? It's. Yeah. I've seen more things about him crying than him having his legs snapped. Yeah, yeah, I think I have actually. The thing that's been killing me is he's not that type of player. What type of player is it? Which type of player is going out sure and cross. snapping people? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a few. I set him aside. Roy Keane. But just because you're not that type of player doesn't mean you're immune to... You, he still went out... He's tried to foul Andre Gomez because he took an elbow just before. Yeah. There's a it's, picture of his face. Do you know what? It's, like, this is far-fetched for an analogy, but it's kind of like punching somebody and then falling down and dying. Yeah. You I've didn't... Always, do you get what I mean? We, we I know somebody. Saying, we went to school with yeah. somebody and he was a year younger than me and that happened. Jesus. And it's kind of like... Like, wow. Do you know what I mean? You killed somebody, but you didn't fuck it. I just punched them. You know what I mean? It's not like... Yeah, yeah, so it's a similar sort of thing. Like, I do have sympathy for him a little bit. Because obviously, he didn't... Like like you say, he didn't intend to break his leg, but he intended to foul him nonetheless. Yeah. So, it's a tricky one. I've thought about that before, and I've kind of thought, like, for myself, I'm bigging myself up if that's be a worry. Like, my Mm. punch... My hypothetical punch is that <laughs> powerful. He's a killer. You're going down yeah. and you're going to crack your head on that. Yeah, even though he just like stumbles over something or something and then bang, there's a curb. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> That's what I mean. I got There's I a surgeria just happens to be stood behind him. <laughs> I got punched once up Tain and it was like a side swipe. The worst type of like knockout. You know when you're just not even in, not even engaged in what was going on, like the fight or anything. I'm completely looking over here on it, minding my own business. Next thing, right hand straight to the jaw. It, I can't remember anything, but I, I knocked clean out. <laughs> Me and Troy are living in the same body. <laughs> I, I hit, <laughs> so I hit my head on a curb. Was it anything to do with you? Because no, TK just got sucker punched. On <laughs> yeah, basically like, oh. TK. I've had this theory a few like, times. Like, on the movies. <laughs> I've been hit a couple of times, yeah, and all it is <laughs> a is, couple of this. Yeah, no, honestly, a couple of times I've been hit when there's a, a fracas going on. Or a melee. But this wasn't um, even like a fracas. Someone just randomly just belted yeah, no, it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're soft but, targets. That's yeah. what it is. They <laughs> That's look, it. They, they look at the... the they the, scour the they look at, Yeah, they scour it out and they think, who can I hit who's probably going to not hit me back or, or, or I could handle yeah. type thing. Yeah, exactly mean? that. Like, yeah, and that's, yeah the, uh, three times not, has happened to me in my life. Not a positive for uh, TK, but the thing that always cracks me up when I think about it is of all people, and we're logging on Twitter and uh, Daryl had started a justice for Tom <laughs> Kennett. <Ashton. laughs> that's great. <laughs> Which you then just gradually started seeing just appearing more and more. You just see yeah. it, it happen every night. Like, like a few months later, I remember seeing it just pop up, like, ah, hashtag justice for Tonga. Like, what was this for? Yeah. <laughs> like, something completely unrelated, and then sign yeah. it off with justice for Tonga. <laughs> I mean, I, I say this like there should have been another reaction, but um, we, we've all been, I do remember, you looked very gloomy on that first day back at school. <laughs> My face <laughs> looked. <laughs> puffy like this. I had a proper puffy face. No way. 
Yeah, so I've never. I wasn't long like eighteen. <laughs> it was just a straight up knock up, knock out blow, and it. I ended up with like getting the back of my head glued, but I hit the curb. So yeah, it could have easily died. gone yeah, the yeah. other way, like type thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. You didn't drop, did you? You can take that. Yeah, yeah. People were saying that. Yeah, to me. I was was... Like, yeah, that's, that's a great thing. I could take real pride in that one. All I remember that is I woke up on the side of the road with my girlfriend next to me and one of them fucking stupid aluminum foil things. Aluminium foil, like... <laughs> Leave us aluminum quilts. for the American audience. Yeah. <laughs> like one of them quilts wrapped around me and I'm like, what the fuck's happened? Like you'd just been like drowning or something. Yeah, you, I had no, you yeah, yeah like they just up. pulled me out the seven. Like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. That's... It's, not not being punched, but in terms of uh, waking up, I've said before I don't go out often. It's probably a good thing. But the one time I still don't know how I got home on this night. Mm. I think it was the week before my birthday, and someone took me to the bar and said, "Just give him all these shots." You know, the flatliners, the ones with the Tabasco. Yeah, those are horrible. For some reason, I must have got through. I'm not gonna go like I got through more than I should yeah. have. And it turns out they paid the barman. To not give me a drink afterwards. Okay. So it was like you can't. Oh right, you want a chaser type thing. No, no. So you, need, soft. you need one of those it's for got, a Tabasco. It's, it's got Tabasco in it. Oh, okay. So like, spicy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside your mouth. And oh right. Vile. Okay. So anyway, in a vile, in a vile way, I've somehow. Why got do we home. do this as humans? I've, 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 I mean, that's yeah. a vindictive friend you've got. <laughs> it's not even particularly a mate. It's just like <laughs> one of like an associate kind of. So maybe you just bump into one a night out, and you'll be here for like ten minutes. Anyway, I've woken up. I must have been dropped off by somewhere and I'm on the curb the like bronze close across the road yeah I must have been on the corner there so I've got out of the car crossed over very like freezing cold night I've mm-hmm. just passed out there I've woken up just happens to be that two paramedics were just going past no way seen seeing you on the floor but I've woken up with them on the phone cursing my mum saying what kind of mother are you letting wow. your son go out she's like what do you mean? Uh, blaming her now. That's sensational. And yeah. she's, and they literally Your son's in a mini skirt some, and some, a crop top. <laughs> what are you thinking? They've literally given it to some, some mother you are. <laughs> one, of, one of my friends actually found another friend once in a, bu- in a bush in the snow because he was passed out drunk. Like, just all happened to go... He wasn't even... He doesn't usually go home this way. And for some reason, he decided to go home this particular way. And as he's walking down the alley, he noticed in the bush was this lad just fast asleep in the snow and it was just like if you hadn't found him you'd probably been fucking dead definitely yeah first time I was properly like not drunk but that or like incoherent drunk Mm. was at one of the sick form parties where someone handed me a like a glass with absinthe and white wine in it a lovely concoction I remember we together that night walked back from Cheltenham to Long Levens which was brutal it's a good thing I can't remember because I would have been complaining on that walk yeah my feet were were butchered like there was blood stained the inside of my van new vans on (laughs) Batman vans were a big thing but I remember having a shift at the co-op the next day and I swear I couldn't feel my legs when I woke up (laughs) like they were just like jelly and Christ, that was when I realised I'm not going to be someone who's sick after drinking. It's going to be the alcohol poo the next day, which was brutal. The thing, just going back to what we said about, you know, like people love to get each other fucked up. Like that's always happened as well. There's even like, there's reports and stuff back in like the Roman times and even back before that of where like it was a thing to get your mate fucked. Like just, you know, keep piling the drinking to them because they're going to end up being sick. It's (laughs) just weird, isn't it? That's something that we've always done. 
Uh, we'll just, yeah. I'll just, this is uh, for people that can't see it, if they Google it. I've just got Don Fry against uh, Takiyama on. And this is oh my this God. is meant to be the best mixed martial arts fight of all time. No, it's not. It's just it's the funniest. It doesn't last long. It's fucking great. It's where they both grabbed each other's head yeah. in like a clinch. Yeah. My so. oh my god, me and my friends used to watch this in the caravan. <laughs> yeah. And the, this Japanese guy, he gets what the, what they used to call in Pride a mouse under his eye. <laughs> it's a fucking rat. It's <laughs> it's the biggest. Yeah. Like Pride never die. Yeah. This mad. This match is fucking mad. Big Don Fry's got. Yeah, that Tash is good. <laughs> Look, now the clinch starts. This is fucking mad. It just yeah, goes. Thing. It, it almost looks at this stage like it it's... It's like a video game. Like it's it? on loop, innit? Yeah, it's you versus your... Oops, excuse me. It's you versus your older brother uh, playing bloody Mega Drive. Yeah, me, uh, me and my brother used to play Fight Night and we would say you can't block. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You can like you can oh, move around. Me. You can move around. Look, they go again, they block. go again. There's actually a mode on the new UFC game where you essentially Jesus. can hit each other ten times. It's the first one to get hit ten times. Just oh, is get it? Slumped, yeah. So a bit like that knockout mode. Yeah, it is. Years, yeah. Look at that guy's left eye now. This doesn't really, really mean much for anyone watching Isn't unless that? they've got this on at the exact same time as us. Yeah. <laughs> he done fucked him up. Such a strange body the Japanese yeah. boy's got as well. Oh, fat. It's it's weird because it's like muscly fat. Yeah, yeah. It's eight is it's eight is muscle, isn't it? Like it's yeah, like, not one body shot put in. <laughs> it's like what every rugby player oh. thinks they look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shape. I'll carry on while whilst this is on. So <laughs> on injuries, can you remember the first bad injury that made you kind of almost sit up and take note? Yeah, I can. I will probably. Oh. The first one that comes to mind for me is Reese on Alan Smith. Oh, I thought you meant in person. Have you ever seen yeah, bad in person? We'll, we'll get on to yeah. in person. Because first, I remember yeah. with Reese or Alan Smith at first. Oh yeah, I remember everyone that. is collectively telling him to get up. It's only a ball. What's wrong with you? And then you see, <laughs> and this was BBC, wasn't it? It was FA Cup. Yeah, it was FA yeah. Cup. Yeah, it was back in the days when they really would show it you. Yeah, a couple That's- times. <laughs> <laughs> they, they should show you it now. I know, you, I don't get it. You pay for it's a subscription. The end of the day. I want to see it hanging off. Yeah. I see yeah. the evidence. We want blood. <laughs> Alan's, that, Risa must have patted himself on the back a bit. The worst one I've seen on the <laughs> telly. That left foot. <laughs> Talk to about that, that one was quite bad. But the worst one I've seen on telly was Dribble Cisse. Second yeah. one. I think that it was, the, was bad. Was it the second one where it was sort of dangling? Yeah. Yeah. That one was bad. Imagine though... Th- when you're told to get in the wall the next time you face Liverpool and you've seen the Alan Smith thing and you're like, this ain't worth it. Yeah. I get paid 50 grand a week, but it's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> you have a bonus for like if you block a Risa shot. <laughs> hmm. That's when it's like, do I cover my face? Do I cover my nuts? What do I do? Maybe that's where standing backwards to the wall started. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Just hope he takes pity and just hits your ass. Yeah, like, I just play Tanas. Sunday league, someone thinks they can turn their back in the wall. Just actually face backwards you're not that valuable. You can take yeah. a shot. Yeah. If you really need to, I'd rather you duck than turn backwards because it's just awkward for linking up. That's true. <laughs> Eduardo was, I think that was yeah, where that was they bad. started not showing it on TV. They were like, this was is around too that bad time. Yeah. And I think they showed you pictures on Match of the Day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I remember seeing a picture of it in the paper next day as well, of his like, yeah. things sticking out. Oh, Shit yesterday, wasn't was it? Grim. Where we'll show you everything up until the tackle. So what's the point? Just yeah. show us the tackle. 
pusses. I know. If you don't want to look, just say, don't look now. We're going to show yeah, you. Yeah, like look they used to now. do with the results on yeah, the news. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Look away now. It's scummy, isn't it, the way they do that? I always, You always know the results now, but where they'll have before match a day, they'll have the news and they'll be like, Liverpool won in the last minute today. And yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, just <laughs> wait five minutes. That's the world we live in now, though. I, I, like the, the, my boss, who's in his like 40s, still lives in that other way of like, if, if you tell wait him the score, so much, he's like, fuck's sake, I'm not watching it now. I'm not watching the highlights. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, they're just highlights anyway. It doesn't really matter. You're not watching the whole game. Otherwise, I'd understand it, you know? The one that's made me squirm the most, but in the grand scheme of things, isn't as bad, is a guy who got um, the skin between his toes caught in the cage. And they had to stop the fight because he was stuck there. Tell you what, good old Mick Foley catches Jack. He he went for some (laughs) shit in the ring before. Some mad stuff. And when he got caught in the barbed wire ropes yeah. and, and half his ear came off. <laughs> oh, Christ. Not nice. And they say wrestling's fake. What? I remember... <laughs> Real man. I remember, and I'd, this, unless this was just me and my brothers, which I'll be quite worried if it is, like, YouTube, like, leg break compilations were a thing. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, to yeah. the point where yeah. you hear someone listening to it, you're like, oh, right, I know that one. Well, you, you've got <laughs> yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first time I heard fight music by um, D12 and Eminem. Because there's that awful verse on there about his grandmother which we don't need to go into on here <laughs> but I remember for hearing it on one of the YouTube clips and that's what you would instantly know and that's why I saw the CSA one right but that we did, we weren't squeamish then obviously we just grew up watching them Savages. yeah that's all it was <laughs> I, think I think you are less squeamish as a kid as well that's when we moved on to uh, some of the ones we got into last time like One Man One Jar that's mm. where it started with the leg breaks like, do you remember Bizarre ER Used to be on like BBC Three or something. Oh, the name rings a bell, but I couldn't tell Mate, you much. That more there than that. was the sickest program you'll ever find. I used to watch <laughs> it when I was a bit younger, like twenty one, twenty two. Watched it again the other night. It was just it was just on. I found it on something, and uh, I put it on. I watched about twenty minutes of it, and I had to turn it off. I felt <laughs> physically sick. Like they show you, it's, it is bizarre. Yeah, they just show you way too much. Like so, it could be like a man that's got a spike up his ass. And like they are showing it you, like as he's coming in and he's in pain and shit. Yeah, it's mad. What about ones we've seen in person then? Whether it's to do with sport or not, just injuries we've seen. Yeah, I seen a, I seen a friend um, when we were about, I think we were about fifteen. We was about year ten at school. We were in a cup cup final, and this lad went in with a fifty fifty challenge, and came off a hell of a lot worse. He had like a four inch slice taken clean out of his shin. It, it went down like that you could just see his shin bone type thing oh, and he was Jesus. and I remember he was riling around in pain but he he took it quite well like it went like he was riling around in pain at the beginning but then like a couple of minutes later he was actually okay Run just a big chunk in his leg but he had to come off obviously the worst one I, I've actually ever seen though in my life sports injury was when I was about eight and I think this is probably why it was so bad because I was so young I used to do judo and this woman snapped her ankle and all I can remember is her screaming, the pain. And the, <laughs> that is it for about 20 minutes before, like whilst the ambulance came. like comedy. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember me and my mates just staring at her ankle that was in the air, <laughs> like dangling. And it was awful. Yeah, it was really bad. But yeah, that's mine. This, this is separate. You know, we just watched that fight then. I actually had the idea the other day that at some point we just get some awful food and literally mm. record 
watching some of those awful yeah, yeah. films we mentioned the other week. Oh, yeah, I'd be up for Some that. of them god-awful ones. Yeah. Yeah, yep. some, we could get some, like, 80s horrors going yeah, and shit. you ain't going to be copyrighted, I don't think. You could just put a little no, like, just clip just of audio in there and just just so people know where you're yeah. up to and watch <laughs> along with them. In terms of injuries that we've seen, I remember this kind of going with Sunday League one. Wasn't the big big lad I am now, but I've always been relatively, if not big, tall for my age. I remember big boned. I used to Stocking. feel quite quite big by myself because our football team was shit. But if I could have a little kid to mark, I could at least shove him about a bit. Yeah, you knew you had him in kid. your pocket. <laughs> I remember this kid was a little rat, one of them just proper just niggly, proper cocky as well. And I didn't go in particularly hard on him, but I've I've shoved him over. And he's on the floor, and I've given it the like I'm Roy Keane back in the day, and I've given him get up. Like yeah, that. yeah. He stayed down, squirming. One of the coaches has come over, and they go, "Oh, his knees popped out again." Oh, again. Uh, so it wasn't. I didn't literally do it. So yeah. probably the way he fell, and he had the issue. But I did feel like a big man after. Did you? <laughs> Good. Fuck's sake. Didn't have that chance very often. <laughs> and if he hadn't been such a swine earlier in the game. Yeah, you might have felt bad. It is what it is. But I didn't actually get, I didn't see it out. So didn't really get to see it. But just hearing it, I felt a bit bad. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have been telling, get up, stood yeah. over him. Like, get up. Me ones are horrible as well, they? I remember yeah, they are. previous uh, podcast guest, uh, Townsend, he had someone he played football with and there was a picture doing the rounds of the guy's Injury. Uh, Steve, it was Steve. Steve, but there was a different one oh. as well because he, um, sometimes I'm saying about it, he showed us the picture that he'd been sent. And the guy's like, he's got this picture of his leg and the kneecap is almost like not in shot. It's that far, like, out to the right. Yeah. I, was, I remember thinking that like, I wasn't actually sure that was possible. There was one <laughs> doing the rounds on Facebook recently where they guide it back in and you see it almost oh. like some connects where you go, yeah, right into place. The kneecap's not supposed the to be. The ACL is quite common as well for the footballers, isn't it? My friend's done that twice. Was it, yeah, was, that ain't great. Was it the Thiago Santos fight where you saw it snap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw it snap oh, a lot on and he carried on fighting. Of course, fighting. I forgot about some of the, the breaks we've seen in UFC. Yeah. Anderson Silva, when of course, springs to mind yes, immediately. That was horrible. MV, oh. MVP leaving an actual dent in Pitbull's skull with oh, that yeah. flying knee, as much of a cretin as he is. Yeah, I suppose that one didn't look as great because... We didn't, it sounds a bit yeah, sick, happened, but we didn't yeah. see he just immediately held his head yeah. we didn't <laughs> see it like we didn't see that dent straight away I don't I don't know if we've mentioned this one on the podcast before have we mentioned Sean nearly dying in a five-a-side game have we actually gone through this on the podcast before no we I vaguely remember this Look, I, I don't know how, if it was out of respect that we didn't I mean Sean if you're listening now if you, don't want, if you don't want your PTSD then you can skip forward a couple of minutes but <laughs> A story like that, if it's not good for anything, it is good to tell. So we do get at least that out of it. <laughs> yeah. So you, we were both playing in the game. It was Indeed. one of them, one of them. We were playing a decent team. We got promoted to the Premier for the Premier League uh, down at Plot Court. Prestigious. Proper, like, horrible, icy conditions. We've turned up. We were gonna just not turn up. We've mustered a team together. Well, Kids are classic don't play last minute yeah, ones. Last yeah, minute. yeah. Like me and this other lad had turned up when the game's already started. I think we got it back level, if I can yeah, recall. We were and the ball's in the corner, and this is like the. Is it 3G down there? I don't know what these the are like is hockey called. pitches, yeah. these ones. They were shit. They're like quality. this, they're like hard one, but it's yeah. not, it's not like quite sandy. 3G. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, quite yeah, call yeah. it good enough to be 3G. Yeah. yeah. So he's 
gone up, not like for a header, I don't think, but the ball's in the air and they've both gone up to challenge for it. He's been knocked almost like horizontal in the air mm. and then just fallen flat. I thought maybe he should have landed better. Maybe it was on him. I don't know. I thought he slid. Was he already out I, in the air? So this, I thought so, he was running his chase ball and slipped. And well, he's in a challenge in the corner. Yeah. I was in the. I went over with this other lad, and um, so yeah, he was he was down, and this kid's gone. Oh, it's all right. He's just winded. Right. Anyway, <laughs> our teammate said that. <laughs> It'll be fine. He's just winded. Anyway, he started twitching. And we thought, okay, this isn't normal. <laughs> he was probably making that noise originally when he was on the floor. He, that, well, that, was like, oh, yeah, that's probably why he was, said, I oh, just winded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what horror creature it is. Where it's, it's, is it the grudge? Where it's makes... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> or that, but yeah, he started having a fit on the floor. And this was up close and personal for us to see. So we're all freaked out. Yeah. yeah. I thought he'd been Don Selfed. Mad. <laughs> He's out for ages. <laughs> One for the prison break yeah. viewers there. Yeah. But then it was even freakier. That we we didn't know this happened. I don't know if you know this happened. So when you kind of came, when he came to, it's like you. It's like he was drunk. Yeah. So people trying to hold him down. You see how strong strong he is in the in the moment there, and because he's kind of fighting people like stay down your back, and he's rah, rah, yeah. Like Shows how strong a human being can be when they think they're yeah. fighting for their life. <laughs> I had a friend this. Um, then he was marching. He was marching about, but. Even that was that was bad because he was out for a fair while, and then we had to get him right away in the ambulance. Got in trouble at work for being off. Circumstance, <laughs> I don't think they took into account. Why? Then he was at mine after we thought all over sound. Playing Madden, I scored a touchdown, celebrated, hands up. He's kind of gone like that, face down, and we thought. I thought he was just sulking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just set the scene. We've got Eve. Who's that girl? Playing over the, uh, going, who's I don't know that the soundtrack's important nah, 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 on this. Nah, nah. It may be. No, no it, it is may because, be. It is because um, so you very, started singing it. Out. Yeah. So very quickly, I'm over the top celebrating like this. He's not moving, and then he kind of does start moving, but still face down. Kind of rolled him a bit not in a human way. Rolled him a bit. Realised he's having another fit again. Oh God! I'm trying to yell for people. Eve's still going na 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 na. I can't scramble. You know, in the in between is where he's been lying on his arm and he's flopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, flopping for the stereo like that. I can't yeah. get it off. It's just a pop up. Yeah. It's weird. They do come in twos. Yeah, so it fits. Well, yeah, we have more than two, but thankfully I was only there for two of them. Right. Tried calling. My brother's come in at this point. I don't know if you've seen uh, the Last Exorcism. <laughs> no, where is the the girl's almost in like a crab, and she's looking like backwards on yeah, the, yeah. on the bed like that. So he was doing some weird. My brother's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Gone back out. I'd say, call for an ambulance. But that is the most terrifying thing. Yeah, it is pretty mad when Puke, someone has a fit. Puked on my arm. One of my friends had one, in, and Didn't one of my mates tried to grab either. his tongue out and was like holding his tongue. I thought that's what happened with Andre it. Gomez because they looked like they were kind of grabbing his like neck. I thought he'd like been chopped or something. Yeah, I think they were initially they were all just immediately being like, "You're okay, you're okay, yeah. you're okay. Don't look down there though." <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> you're all right as long as you don't I look at that, your ankle. I found yeah. that they said that with uh, the thing that he had, it's like mm. the noise is like everything in your body just cramps at once, and that's what it is. And I don't know if that helped because I was obviously have to hold him on his side. Yeah, yeah, bruises. Yeah, like it all does over because him. I, when I passed out, I passed out before where I, um, I hadn't had much sleep. I hadn't been eating well, 
and I I basically hit my hand with a bricklayer's trowel, and it made well, me get all hot. Text me after. Yeah, I went all hot, and then suddenly I just fucking hit the ground, and I banged my head on the Christ. way down as well. And the the two people I was working with that was there described it as that I was fitting. But they they then later told me that I was I didn't have a fit. It just that sometimes when you pass out, worth it. Your body, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your body all contracts basically. And I can just remember it felt like I'd ran like a marathon after every muscle ached. So yeah, I guess that's the type of thing that happens. Look at the thing you said about and put your hands down like the guy's tongue or whatever. Yeah, we, we discovered a friend of ours. Uh, uni, a housemate of ours had um, epilepsy by him having a fit. I didn't know this. He didn't know prior. Right. I wasn't around. I just got a message off this guy saying, yeah, yeah, I've just had to, um, I basically just had to save his life. He was choking on some toast. I had to get my hand down his throat, <laughs> get this toast out of his mouth. <laughs> and he's got this like, toast in his mouth. Fuck so he's had to like, get his fingers in there, get his toast out, Jesus. stop him like choking on his tongue. I'm stopping I was, biting his fingers off. And I was having all. a good long think, like, is there anyone I like that much that I might do that? I was like, yeah. I don't know if I could, I've got <laughs> it in me. It's funny about that, isn't it? Because when, when it's like a common thing like that, nobody like really takes it that seriously. Like, there was a kid in our year that had epilepsy. Yeah, and I know what you mean. I mean, he had a fit in a history lesson. He was sat by me, mm. unfortunately. But his head went down and his fingers was like, he was just tapping on the desk like that. Yeah. Someone said he's playing the piano and everyone cracked up, including the teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Strangely, I went to school and there was a kid in my year that had epilepsy and he was in my class for like most classes. And there was a group of lads in the class that used to entice a fit. So they would get him to fit. <laughs> Like and it school was school kids are horrific. They actually are, aren't they? Like basically, um, he he used to end up having a fit by getting wound up oh to a point of like breaking point, and then suddenly he'd enter this like trance and just have an epileptic fit. So that was their sole purpose for the day was just to wind this kid up I to a boiling point. Basically. I couldn't remember if I'd heard this from someone elsewhere, but I did see him have one. This fit. And suddenly it became so much more acceptable when the doctors diagnosed him as having epilepsy. Right. Yeah. But it became relatively common that we would see it. Yeah. And I remember one I. St- like I said, I can't remember if I heard someone else say this before, but I was at the, uh, look at him, he's evolving. <laughs> what wow. is I'm thinking, what is wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of injuries, you get a pretty bad one at the end of this. Christ. Meldrick Taylor against Chavez. Yeah, yeah. So I remember there was a kid at our school who was like the Terminator, one of them just doesn't feel pain, proper weird kid. Yeah. And, you know, when you play cricket against a bin or whatever, mm. and he, I think, I'm not sure if he was wicketkeeper or if he walked out the door. Either way, he's taken a cricket bat to the nose. And he's one of them that was always, he had a dodgy leg or a dodgy arm or whatever. Yeah. And he didn't even flinch. He just went, well, back to the hospital it is then. <laughs> and he just walked with this blood cycle trickling path. like a little path, following him all the way to the reception. What a, a cycle. Freak. There was a kid who got cracked in the with a cricket ball as well. I don't know what clown was on a lunchtime with a packed field playing with a cricket ball. <laughs> but yeah, this what like psychopath. this like year seven took a cricket ball to the heads and he was down for ages as he would be. <laughs> yeah. I've seen far too many heads cracked open at school. Yeah. I've yeah. seen it about five or six times. Yeah, Twice yeah. to the same kid, in fact. It sounds it's just worse, just, it? What is it? Cracking your places? head open sounds worse than what it is. It sounds proper hard. I remember because I thought, yeah, yeah, literally your head was <laughs> in two yeah, pieces. Because you feel like you've cracked your skull. <laughs> like That's like the idea of it. But of course, it is just you've cut your head, you know? <laughs> I remember my, my mum, 
Do you remember you had some strange birthday parties as kids? We had at Brockworth mm. uh, School, in the, where you do five-a-side, actually. Yeah. A roller skating or rollerblading party. Yeah, there. I remember that. Wow. Yeah, they, used to roll out, they used to roll these like big wooden things out that would have all the sizes in. You'd stick on some stinking fucking roller yeah. skates. Anyway, so... For 30 years. At this point, I wasn't part of this. There's a picture of me at this party in a Harry Potter t-shirt, so... <laughs> only a couple of years ago. Yeah. Anyway... My mum thought it was a good idea to do some kind of like train conga type thing. Anyway, she s- she slipped, snapped her arm and broke her collarbone. Bloody hell. Tried like playing it down at first. Like, I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm all right. I had to drive herself to the hospital with... Trooper. There's yeah. something excruciating about seeing your own mother hurt herself as well. Yeah, it's just playing, it's playing just it down. It's just horrible. Playing it down and then yeah. you know, for the next God knows how long... On the arm up like this, strapped, yeah. battered and bruised. But if you are, if someone asks how you've done it, and you have to say, "Oh, I slipped over roller skating at my kid's birthday party." Doing the conga, <laughs> yeah, not good. Thinking of fits, I just not long after I started working at where I'm currently working, I discovered this woman, I, unknown to me, has these sort of fits. But with them, she freezes. Okay. And I, if, if you told me that, I'd have thought, "Nah, fuck off, don't be stupid." <laughs> but I swear to God, honestly, she just froze sat in a seat and at one point she's that's kind of fro- what this kid at school used she's to frozen do. but she just happens to be looking directly at me yeah yeah <laughs> and she's looking fucking through me yeah, and yeah. I've just heard someone say oh god Helen's not responding I was like what do you <laughs> yeah. mean Helen's not responding what does that mean and so they're obviously getting in her face yeah. no it's nothing yeah. and she's looking through my soul that's mad, that's I've exactly never known anything like do. it it's Harry Potter in a chamber of secrets it, yeah. yeah exactly that this kid will just sit with his hands clenched boom like on the table and just stare and like he wouldn't make no movement no nothing it was the same sort of shit the thing at school, I would have been be saying epileptic as well I was saying they were, if I was at school I would have been saying he was faking yeah. he was really good at faking he just wanted that's to leave that's why I think the kids she wanted used to wind him work. up more like because they'd be all in his face and he wouldn't be moving and they'd be like you know what I mean it was it's mental satisfying when one of the kids that would consider themselves one of the top dogs they, they would always be the type that would be, get so angry they'd cry that was always <laughs> sensational. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely seen that a few yeah. times. With these injuries, this may pale in comparison. Football to the face with glasses on is absolutely lethal. Whoa. I'd love to take you word for it. Another one, though. So this this is away from sport when I was younger. Back when you couldn't just go and get a McDonald's after work if you fancied one. I may have said this on it before proper excited to get my happy meal or whatever I was having. Mm. Gone to run through the doors. The doors are always the same, aren't they? You get the one heavy like push, one second yeah. one. Went through while trying to take my coat off. And I've got my arms caught in my coat as I was going through. Fell face first, <laughs> cracked. My nose like pissing blood That's all mad. over this McDonald's floor as a young kid. Oof. They've asked my mum to take me away because I'm putting people off their food. Oh, well, staff are coming out with serviettes everywhere trying Jeez. to stop my nose bleeding. <laughs> and the other one that I only remember today, I remember because my dad being absolutely raging, was uh, when in my back garden where you got their like patio slabs and you, each one's got a little like join between or whatever. I don't know how this situation has arose, but for some reason I've got my thumb between them pulled like that and I've pulled oh, my whole oh, my whole thumbnail yes. off Ooh. so I had to be bandaged up or whatever but um, I remember wanting to go I said in there a couple of weeks ago there was used to have to go to the pub with my dad on a Sunday when we were seeing him or whatever and because I wanted to leave thought it was a good idea to 
take the bandage off and drop it in his pint. <laughs> uh, fucking hell. What he, an he asshole. He didn't see the funny side, no. obviously. Oh, you've ruined his dirty, pint. dirty, grubby. Oh, yuck, yuck. His pints are Foster's, I think he used to have back then, so might have been doing him a favour. Dirty <laughs> pint. Yeah. <laughs> I once got a, a football streak to the back of the head in year seven by a year 11. Like, it wasn't obviously on purpose. We were all in the tennis courts and I was drinking a slush puppy and eating a Rice Krispie Square. And I, I kept both. It took me clean off my feet. I landed straight face first, but my left hand kept the slush. But you right held on to both. Yeah, kept the kept this Rice Krispie. I remember everyone running over him and it was one of them like school moments. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Everyone's around you. And me just being like, Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. They're just still having my shit. Like, just like, yeah, I've fucking done this well. Tennis courts at lunchtime used to be absolutely brutal. Yeah. I said before, there was that weird kid that was slide tackle on there. Yeah, yeah, it was, no wasn't sense. that? Yeah, same in our school. People used to dash apples around in ours. <laughs> proper, like, dash apples hoping to ping someone in the head. And I remember some kid crying because he got pinged in the head. Well, I crying because he'd taken an apple in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's an outrageous, yeah. like, that's an outrageous thing. <laughs> he's crying because he's just had a kilo thrown at his head <laughs> what the hell's wrong with him <laughs> the last injury I can, I can think first of all is there anything worse than going to A&E and them telling you nothing's broken I hate after you've convinced A&E. someone to go down there with you Ugh. and they say well, it's just a sprain or something like, you dragged me down here like, for four hours for a sprain I'm convincing a... my mum I'd broken my foot yeah <laughs> so I, I, I go at, uh, unless I'm dying basically I've got, yeah. I've got a broken bone in my hand viewers won't be able to see it that bone there's broke never went doctors for it I should have definitely went to the hospital <laughs> the day I did it I never did and about 10 years later it's just it's kind of like I've just basically got a knuckle that's halfway down my hand and, <laughs> yeah if there's an episode to get animated I think this is the one well it was simply I didn't want to go because I knew I'd be there longer than two hours like yeah. I just knew that and I had shit to do. And then I thought, I'm not doing it tomorrow because I've got shit to do. And then it just carries on and carries on. And then suddenly your hand kind so of. So you feels basically just right never again. got round to it in 10 years? Just never got round to it, TK. I went enough, the night of Frotch Groves 1. We went out in Nottingham mm. the night before. Two nights there, two horrible nights there. <laughs> he's sworn he's never going yeah. back to Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There's not much there. Tried to get my contact lenses out. Don't know why I thought they were a good idea. Maybe I thought. I'll charm people with no glasses on, mm. struggling to see. <laughs> anyway, tried getting them out, could not get them out for whatever reason. If I was drunk or whatever, decided to sleep with them on. Thought I'd sleep on it. Horrible, <laughs> horrible idea. Woken yeah. up, couldn't get them out. And I've been trying all night and all morning. So my eyes were swollen like anything. Yeah, they're sore at this point. I've gone to A&E like, you need to get these contact lenses out of my eyes, queued for ages already ridiculous at the desk what are you in for I think my contact lens is stuck in my eye okay for people that are squeamish and articulate and like eyes they put these drops in that like dye your eye green for a start and then they take like a cotton swab and just drag it down your eye that's fucking disgusting and they said to me there's basically no- chlamydia swipe yeah. your eyeball <laughs> they said they said to me there's nothing in here and I was like no it's definitely still in there and they were like it's likely that your eye's so swollen that it has come out at some point and yeah. you, it's just that's one you'd have no clue that it's out so you'd lost it at some point but yeah but I was still in there my eyes were killing me with glass I got proper long thick eyelashes and I had to put not even drops it was like a cream on there and every time I'd blink I'd be like Dirty windscreen wipers oh. smearing my glasses. It was a traumatic so, couple of weeks. So for all you know, they could still be in. 
Well, I, was about, I was about to say, having led on from what Troy just said, it sounded like you were about to say, yeah, look, here we are, six years later. Yeah. I still don't know. <laughs> still man, didn't bother going doctors. I never got yeah. around to going down A&E. <laughs> we always were already shit anyway, so... <laughs> We've been here an hour and 15 minutes now. Should we get on to some sport before we... Uh, Probably an idea. Probably should. <laughs> so, another bad weekend for VAR would be the headline here, Frost, I think, yeah. when you look across everything. The main one that stands out is the Firmino... Goal. Armpit gate. Yeah. It wasn't a goal. <laughs> Armpit so gate. ESPN have spoken to someone today and they've come out with an explanation. I don't know if anyone's seen this. Mm. My interpretation, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, they're now saying that they almost tried to calculate his centre of gravity and that was where the line looks different because... It was a bullshit statement, wasn't it? I saw someone yeah. caption it saying, just say you made a mistake. Yeah. So we all made mistakes. If you come out and say we got it wrong. I seen I seen Andy Gray do a little bit on it Christ. on being sports. I mean, and if he, he was, thinks it's offside, yeah, he's not and he Liverpool's was biggest like, fan. If he thinks it's onside or yeah. whatever, then it's normally he was kind of showing how the lines weren't calibrated yeah. properly anyway. So it was kind of like you know, yeah, it's admirable if he hates Liverpool for some of his commentary through the years. I know, yeah, yeah, because I've seen some. Didn't he like play for Liverpool? Play. Oh, no, he was Everton. Everton. Yeah. And they were saying, like, oh, he's a blue nose and that. I was like, but if you think about, like, the Gerard commentary for that, the Olympiacos goal, yeah. it's one of the best bits of commentary ever here. So I never quite got that one. Village Real has got a bit of an echo in here, so that could be interesting uh, listening back to this. Oh, one. Good acoustics. <laughs> I was going to say, so the, the Firmino one is, is a joke. The handball in the Spurs game, what is handball? Mm. If you're jumping up with your arm in the air like this and it hits your arm and it's not handball, I have no clue what it is. What about the foul on Richarlison as well? Was that was that brought up? They claim it was a dive. The commentators oh, yeah. tried claiming it was a dive too. Because that's it's as clear as you well, can see. Because the commentators feel like they don't want to stick their head above water Increasingly sometimes. so that seems to be. Yeah, it does, it? It used to be. The commentators would sort of call it out as yeah. they saw it, but yeah, they, they had, do seem to be going along with the... They had Dermot Gallagher on Sky this morning oh, and um, he said that every VAR decision was spot on this weekend. Fuck me. Because the handball... We've seen some shite ones given. I said the United one was. I don't know why I was getting behind that decision in the Champions League last year. Yeah, I think I, I, what I said before, I, I got on board and I couldn't go back. <laughs> Dying on the hill. <laughs> but Dele Alli with his arm like this, I thought it's nailed on. Then it starts <laughs> yeah. taking ages and it's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, yeah. There was another one, wasn't there, um, that they didn't give a penalty. They might be the same game. And then they went back saying they were checking it again from another angle. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, fast call, wasn't it? You that surely was had like all four the, minutes as well. You've had all the angles available, surely, at the ones. And either doing. the Sun one, I don't know if there was a squeamish guy in the studio who didn't want to look back at the replay, because as much as Sun, I do think he should have been sent off, because he has a direct part to play in what happens. Hmm. But Ore is ultimately the one who commits yeah. the foul. Yeah, yeah. And they've just hmm. gone, well, Sun's gone, so just... Leave we'll it leave to it, it with that. And look, the ref can't claim a mistaken identity there. I don't <laughs> want to. Go, I don't want to go out on a limb. No, here. I don't but think Son would have wanted to play on anyway. Even if he just stayed on, he needs to grow up because yeah, but he's that type of guy, isn't he? Remember at the end of the last reactions. season he, when the Spurs fans were walking around with their like family and stuff, and Son's just walking around like a little fucking hang on, yeah. just like the happiest guy ever. You're not telling me he went through the threat of military service. Yeah, seeing someone have their leg broken is too much for him. Well, it's a fucking good job yeah. he didn't end up in the military. What would <laughs> well, he yeah, have done? Clearly. <laughs> so they were the main VAR ones that were all wrong. I haven't seen Match of the Day yet, so if there's any I've missed. Well, the fucking Match of the Day, which, which didn't help the, the slightly ridiculous fan accounts that you see saying 
everyone seems to think they got an agenda against their club. But on the Liverpool one, they didn't focus on the offside and said basically it was a poor decision, but didn't look. And then there was a uh, a handball appeal in the Liverpool. I didn't think it was necessarily a handball, but it's, you've seen worse ones given. And it wasn't even shown as a highlight on the match of the day thing. So, but because I saw, obviously, I'd been to El Glossico, which hopefully is the last <laughs> time I say nah. that. Um, and I've seen all these things on my saying about the Firmino side and also that could have had a penalty. So I looked it up and you could have done, but I didn't really think it was one. But it wasn't even shown as a highlight. It's just a shock of. I, the offside thing, they've surely got to implement a rule like immediately in terms of just clarifying what an offside is because. They're not going to because they still think it's sound. I don't see. I think I've said on here before. I don't see what was wrong where with when they had it from like, was it where the feet were from the waist down? I don't see. You can draw a line pretty easily from where someone's foot is mm. compared to that. It's not as ambiguous as say where your arm is or whatever like that. And you can go from there. Well, even just head or arm is pretty easy. Head or legs, sorry, is head or feet is pretty easy. Yeah. Which everyone's heard. I forward. just mean as well. If you got if, as they used to do with the feet, sometimes if a player's leaning. You're kind of leaning into an offside position. You're not offside because no. you're not getting an advantage. No, from you're not. That's, sort of standing yeah. behind a defender from where your feet, feet are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's very foolish. I mean, I was at the Emirates this weekend where another disappointing performance. Drew one all with Wolves. <laughs> Team were booed off the pitch. 25 shots Wolves had to 10 by Arsenal. Unai Emery said afterwards that despite the result, tactically everything worked how he wanted it to. I mean, despite the result, it's always quite a big <laughs> if, yeah. isn't it? So, we don't need to go over much of what we've had, but it seems that everyone bar the board feel his time's up. Yeah. People are saying, we don't want to be one of these clubs that... it's, like, it's You're not one... Of, you've done it for one manager. Yeah. Is it's it not like you've been through four or five. It just means you can accept... We got this, we got this appointment wrong. It wasn't. It wasn't any of you that picked him. Get the right one this net. Get the right one this time now. Yeah. Not just not sure the right one's Mourinho though. Well, that's not the forever. So the like, question, well, it's not forever. Who but is the forever. who is the right realistic <laughs> appointment to replace him? Mm. Because some say Patrick Vieira. I don't know if any you've oh, watched any. That he plays horrible. He's part of the bus merchant. Yeah, but see the thing is, your best players aren't, don't really make the best managers today. We've discussed this. He plenty looks of times. like an okay manager, but he looks like he went to Nice. The second they hit a bad patch of form, because he tried playing a sack in football at first, he was just like, right, we're getting results now. Tucked yeah. everyone up, and that's it. And maybe he's, maybe he just does what he does for the the club that he's got with the players. Playing he's, he's done, know, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't go out of one manager. So they say... I don't know if this is pissing you off. The core values of Arsenal. Some of these managers don't meet. Them. Yeah. What the hell? These core values went out the window when you appointed Unai Emery. Well, it's not even that. They certain Arsenal fans, I think, hold us ourselves as like with some sort of like beaming light and like some the Arsenal way. Yeah, it, so like, and it, a more extreme version of the West Ham way, which is even more mythical. The culture, <laughs> yeah. of, the culture of Arsenal is supposed to be winning. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not this. Oh, we'll lose with in style. Like it's not that at all. Like, it wasn't that was just a bonus? If we're going to lose, at least yeah, you have a fun time doing it. It's just that that's what we got used to in the last five, six years with Wenger. Even Wenger's worst days weren't as bad as this. About fifty minutes into the game, despite us being one nil up, you knew we weren't scoring another. No. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It was. Re- you saw Pepe on the bench, and yeah, it was yeah. just like you can't have one week without us thinking you're an idiot. No. 
Yeah, every, I said to you didn't I before that every like fifty fifty little decision he just seems to somehow get get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Was, he's the type of bloke I've said about other people said if you give him um three choices on a coin toss he'd still get the wrong option. Yeah. Well, Some, sometimes you know when it's a manager's final days because of things like that. Things like this start to happen more and more often and you just feel like Jesus like, can the guy catch a break? He kept, no, he's he gonna kept be gone. grimacing on the sidelines. You're not helping yourself. Yeah. It's almost with like um when a player ends up short of confidence and a decision maker yeah, goes under exactly. the window. Yeah, yeah. managers before it happened with um mm-hmm. Rogers at the end with Liverpool. Yeah. Where he was just kind of thinking, I don't really know what to do here, so I'm sort of just yeah, making just it up and it. hoping something comes off. And Emery's already at that stage and we're obviously in November. If you want to talk about a player being short of confidence though. Pepe has just scored two and you don't even he, he doesn't mm. get on the pitch for 90 minutes in the next game yeah yeah, yeah. strange it's insane yeah, it's almost like they're sending him a message I, I, well, said, Emery, yeah. I said to you before and I can't remember what game it was that you'd been to you said in all fairness that you Pepe was kind of getting worse as he went on but I said I'll leave him on at this point because yeah. you're chasing to go anywhere and if he gets one it's great for his confidence hooking him doesn't do any any good and he did it to sure enough he's kind of kept doing he did, that sort he of did the same to Joe Willock where he dropped mm. him for two games. Saka is 18. He showed some promise. You're yeah. not doing him any favours. No, he, no. He's By bringing, bringing him on in him these on positions. In like a number 10 position yeah. where Wolves... It's, it's it's harsh on Wolves to say they were just sitting deep. They weren't, but they were, they were compact and they knew mm. what they were doing. He's the sort of yeah. player that you want to introduce to a game when you're two or three one up and... You know, this 78, 70th minute, you want him to just get a bit more experience playing on the big stage. He's not at the stage with his, of his career where, yeah, like, oh, bring Sakharov to save the game. Well, That's he, Pepe's job. He took, he took Lacazette off on about 55 minutes. Which yeah, he's got he's got something against Lacazette, seems, I feel. I didn't think Lacazette had a great he game, like but fit he wasn't like, you need to take you off. I was wanting him to take Herzl off because, in my opinion, he was doing nothing. And... Don't say that the ground. This the ground was going mental whenever he touched it. Oh, he got sure. every, every corner was singing. We got Ozil and all this. Yeah, yeah. And look, he didn't have a bad game. He didn't have a good game. Yeah. Wolves knew what they were doing, and our formation. If you know a team is going to be compact defensively, playing a diamond with no wingers means you're not stretching them at all, and it is their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And they, if any, they've got a very solid defence, and mm-hmm. then. Tierney was wide open all game. It was so yeah. obvious because they just kept going, switch it to the right, Chambers, Chamber, Chambers crossing is not good. No. Tierney's crossing is good. It doesn't take a mastermind to say which no. way should we win. No. You can tell that by the fact that Chambers tries to do everything but cross the ball. Yeah. He doesn't want to cross it because he knows it's going to fuck up. So he tries taking players on, he does this, mm. that. He did that but at yeah. stoppage time and it, oh, I thought I was going to kill someone. Hmm. Then he was playing... Torreira at the top of the diamond and yeah. Ertzel at the base of the diamond. So strange. Suicide in itself. It's like, give the bloke a chance. At least see if he can do something. David Luiz was our best player, I thought. Yeah. It's like we've said on here before. We feel like, is Torreira being told to play this yeah. way or is he just doing it off his own back? Because he kind of strikes me as the type of person that would. I think there's both just there. Do it, yeah. Because I don't, he hasn't always been playing at the top of diamond and he's been running everywhere. Mm. How class was that Instagram post after losing and you have an Instagram post of you celebrating your goal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Terraria. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was unreal. Yeah. For fuck's sake. I will say the, the thing to come out of the Shaka thing, we were winning the game 1-0, about half an hour left of the game. Lacker's name comes off to get subbed off. 
he sprinted off. He yeah, was shook. He got out of there. He was shook. He was interested. Like you said, with that uh, penalty shootout, you were like, we won't do it in front of our own yeah. fans. We'll get yeah. right in front of the he, away fans. He wanted no smoke. <laughs> yeah, because you'd said to me prior to the game that some Arsenal fans aren't overly keen on lacquer, didn't you? And then I watched the yeah. highlights back and I thought, just some nice link-up play, but then a couple of poor finishes. And I thought, I probably hasn't done a lot to help the uh, those who aren't a big fan of his. The, re- the reason for him is... You see it, I'm sure you get it with all clubs, we just see it more with Arsenal because we're kind of in the thick of it. Martinelli's had a good start to the season. If you look at the opposition he's played against, then that has some part to do with it. So people are saying, bin off lacquer now, take the money and we'll play Martinelli. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't quite work like that. No, because then when Martinelli hits a bad patch, then what do you do? Although Klopp was very complimentary about him, which I thought was nice because he had no real need to. He did it as part of his... about Willock as well. But he did this as part yeah. of his Champions League press conference. Mm. Like, he was being interviewed after and he just happened to mention Martinelli and just say mm. how impressed he is. And he was like, oh, Edu needs to pat himself on the back because I'm sure it's him that's found him. Mm, fair play. I, Maybe he's taking am, shots at our guys. Why don't you yeah. fucking get him? I'm all on the Mourinho train. I am fully, we know this. <laughs> fully on board. What went wrong at United and a lot went wrong at United. <laughs> yeah. He was sent there. We know he needs cash, but that's it. He was sent there with a terrible squad to begin with. I think and then terrible is loose. It I think we're being quite kind to him when we look back on it and right. say that. It wasn't our squad now is better than the squad that he had there. And he spent a fair bit of money while he was this, there. This he? is the next thing I was gonna say. There's more intelligent people on the transfer side for Arsenal that aren't gonna let him spend a hundred million on a thirty one year old. Mm. That's not going to happen, and I know I think he's going to respect the people there more so than he's going to respect Ed Woodward and the Glazers. Yeah. The other thing is, regardless of what you say about him, players do respect him at least at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's going to go wrong, but at the end of the day, what else are you going to get? It's more of a safe bet to take two years with Mourinho and sack him if you really have to, than to chuck Arteta in there because. You'd think if he's going to get sacked, he's going to get sacked after the Leicester game, mm. which I'll come out now. I hope we lose the Leicester game. Christ. Genuinely, hand on, I hope we lose the game because nothing is going to happen if we don't. Do you think he definitely will be sacked if you do lose that? I, I don't, still don't, but I'd rather get a bit closer because yeah. I reckon unless we drop down to, say, bottom, like <laughs> top bottom three, <laughs> he's not is, getting sacked before the end the, of the it's season. The, it's the the relegation is, battle. If, he's not. If, we, if we don't lose that, before we have the vile games in December, we have a couple of nice games. And I don't want two or three wins on the bounce. Yeah, and yeah. And people to say, Oh, he's turning Look, it right. It wasn't as bad as you said it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what more you need to see. I think that that quote that, that he shows said, how bad we think of Emery, though, me, you and yeah. me, that we're at a stage now where I've, we don't even want him to turn it round. I've never thought that I could ever. And I thought today, and I was like, I genuinely. When when the game drew, I was more angry that I knew it wasn't going to go than I was at the result. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, this has happened again, but nothing's actually going to make anything. Nothing's going to actually come of it. Because I'm not saying I want us to go out there, end-to-end, lose 6-5. That's not how it is. But I want to see some kind of intent. Because at the moment, mm. Saka came out and said the players don't understand him, but he said it in a nice way. And he said that, yeah. that I go to Lumber, I go to Freddie for instructions because I've had time working with him. Got you. It's not great noise to be coming out. His no. ex, his ex players said that 
they ran out of popcorn in the town they were in for all the video he made them watch. It's all one good make them watch a video, but if if you can't implement a plan after that, because if you're telling me there's been an individual plan for every team we've played this season, it hasn't worked. It hasn't looked like there's been an individual plan either, from what I've seen. No, you've got a midfield that it takes two passes and you're right through. Straight through. We yep. were told he was going to strengthen the defence. It's worse. Yeah, this is this is kind of my thing with with your thing with Jose is I think you've got some individual components that are better than what you had at United, but he walked into some foundations that I think were stronger than what you've got at some sort of your mid level players I thought he had people he could rely on. I don't know that walking into Arsenal he really does have anything. He's got some good attacking players. I think which and obviously defensively he's normally a good coach, so he should improve in that regard. He should be able to bring in players that improve you defensively as well, but it's. I don't think he's. He's normally seen as sort of a guarantee of some form of success. I don't think that is what is going to be the case I, at Arsenal. I, because no. I think, he won't get worse, but but do I don't you, know that he's going to be this two or three year burst that he has, and suddenly you're going to win things. I don't know that that's going to happen there. Do you not think that for all of the criticisms of them, Socrates and David Luiz? are a solid enough two centre-backs that a good coach can get something out of. Yeah, see, I've, I've been saying this for a while now. Our defence, our, our personnel doesn't seem to be the issue. That we have it's not players as bad that as can the defense, defend. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, it's better defence than, say, the West Ham defence, without sounding disrespectful. It, it On paper, it is a better defence. Sheffield have the best defence in the league this year. They've conceded yeah. the least goals. And it, like Sheffield said, have got a set-up. They've got... The, they have got the best defence at if the minute. But if you put system... And in our system... strong Irish defence yeah. they have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a large part, you have to speak about the midfield, there's zero balance to midfield. Even where you have players of good ability, there's no... Like I saw in our League Cup game where essentially Liverpool had the youngsters and then in the midfield you had like Lallana, Ox and Kate. I think it was also not right midfield. Name's okay. Zero balance to that midfield. And in yeah. a league game, it would never work. And they wouldn't play, I'm sure. Similar sort of thing with Arsenal. Obviously, a, a better quality than some of those players, but you're going to have three midfielders who do not complement each other well, no. and offer no protection to the back four, and those players do have an error in them. As I, think, I think, like Socrates, I think is a yeah. decent enough centre but him and Louise are going to make mistakes from time to time, but they're going to get exposed so much more by having no protection in front yeah, of them. Yeah, the issue is mm. when they make a mistake, there isn't enough there to rectify it. If yeah, you exactly. make a mistake in another team, then you if if you make a mistake Someone in a team, defense, then Edison can. So I think even with the the tools we have at Arsenal, I think he could get mountains out of Gwendozi. I think Gwendozi he would love because he's there to be molded. Yeah, he and is, and he can do he what he's making certain mistakes at the minute. But it is almost like youngster if mistake. He, if, I, he, if he loved Herrera. Gwendozi can do what Herrera does and I think you've got youthful legs there and you've got that I think the issue is whether you trust him with your young players that yeah is... that, that's I was about to come on to you're talking about a young creative player mm. who jo- what player has Jose made better it's a question and he's been a great manager but what player has he brought through and made better he buys ready to go wins Brought through is yeah. a question because there are some young players who he's definitely maybe Drogba. Hell, I think sometimes he was already late twenties by then, though. I suppose he was, yeah. he was what he was. I've yeah, been wrong. Obviously, he went to a new level in that team, but yeah, I get how much mean. was it Jose's coaching? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Lampard. He got better during his time, but it was also 
Lampard from his early 20s coming through was gonna get who good was anyway. what he was. Yeah. This is a, a open question here. Do you think he's learnt any lessons from the United thing or do you think he's so far gone that he... This, this is my thing and and again, I'll, I'll liken a manager to a player here where at some point with a player, we you said before, where we keep saying, oh, he can do it. We know he can do it. We know he can do it. And then he never does in the end. Kind of get back to what he was. Uh, my, I have the same question with Jose. Is When was the last time he was a good manager? Probably when he won the league the second time with the second stint at Chelsea. It was the last achievement where I thought, all right, he's done something there. Ever since, it's just, when it went wrong there, I was like, okay, we'll let that off. Then he was the United. Same thing happens. At what point, did, and has he has he learned anything from it? I, I don't know that he can change at this point. Do you think the second... Apart from anything, what he's done before has worked. So he, in his mind, why should he have to change? Do you think mm. the second place with United is... We need some middle ground there because it's not the achievement that the, some make it out to be. But it's also not as easy as some make it out to be. You look at the teams that were there, there were capable teams that could have come second ahead of them. Yeah, I've, I, just, I just think looking back, we look back on things a little bit, oh, well, this team had this. Should have, In the moment, I don't think any of us were shocked to see that they were second. We were all talking about the Manchester Cubs are going to be in a title race, and it mm. wasn't a title race. Well, it was They were a distant second. Would you take Arteta ahead of Jose? Now, I'm generally against just giving former players a job because I, I don't agree with it. And I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take... Allegri's still available, isn't he? I might think, go to Bayern. I if think he's going to go to Bayern. If Jose doesn't, it probably could be a choice. Jose, the Germans mm. don't forget is the issue he yeah. has. And he said the quote, which has been mentioned by, mm. I can't think of the guy's name, begins with a H, who's like their sporting director, who's yeah. very outspoken yeah, as it yeah. is. And he, Jose said, when he was sacked by United, he said, maybe I should go to a team next where I can, where the, where the kit man could take over and still yeah, win, the, win league. the league. Yeah. 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 I did. I did see it. Oh, I... He said that was disrespectful to the whole of Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of, I guess. Uh, it's a myth. That so, he if, so if it is a, a direct choice between our tech, well, the options, the options available are, there's that, La Petagui that is open. You still got Enrique there. I don't know. How soon he's returning? Because what happened with yeah. his daughter? Um, well, against Kovac available now. There's an element of risk attached to all of them, isn't there? Really, none of them are, are bulletproof. None of them coming in. You think right? I I I don't know what it. I, maybe it's I, the theatre, Marina. Maybe, maybe I'll look back after it's happened and say, I like the thought of a Mourinho with a point to prove. Mm. So did United, though. That is, is, is the problem. Because he had the same thing where Chelsea binned him and he felt, well, oh, that's out of order. I'll show him now. And we were yeah, all worried, weren't we? Do you remember when, I remember we had the conversation of Joe's up for it. He's bought Lukaku for 75 and we were all, oh, fucking hell, this could be... It just banged in all those goals for Evan and we thought we, the league could be in trouble here. I said last and, week... Oh, sorry. And then they underachieved, which... In whenever we talk about yeah. Jose's career, if you suggest that, it's blasphemy. I yeah. said last I week we could appoint Klopp tomorrow, and I'd be slightly disappointed if it's not Jose. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of mad. It's got right in your head, hasn't it? Yeah, Allegri, yeah, Allegri you, plays shit football. Allegri plays worse football than Jose. Yeah, and yeah. let's not. He has flopped everywhere, bar Juventus. Yeah, mm. which is which is kind of an easy job. It is incredible to me that we didn't deem 
Conte good enough for an interview last That's year. Madness. That is insane. Mm-hmm. I've forgotten the one bloke. I can't. I don't even know who he is. Who was on the list? It right. was Ralph something. <laughs> yeah, not Hasenhutl either. N- Nagelsmann would be. He fits everything you would want in an Arsenal manager. He's not going to join mid-season. That's not going to happen. We can't afford to wait to the end of the season. They literally came out at our AGM or whatever it is and essentially said, the future of this club, the whole structure of this club is based on us being in the Champions League. Yeah. So they said, look, we gave him the tools this season and we expect Champions League. This was an, this was a, I forgot the phrase, yeah. Spend to speculate to accumulate. That's the one. So they the, said that's essentially what. So this the Pepe was. one, for example, is like, yeah. right. Gets the yeah, Champions makes League. Makes sense. Like, and, yeah. Saying yeah. we're letting you have one big, big transfer, and we're gonna. So I don't know let how far back you need to get for them to say, look, us. If Leicester yeah. beat us, we'll be twelve points off the top four. That is a long way to crawl back. At the moment, I think it's nine, which is doable in when you look at everyone else if you look at the teams there you'd think they'll drop points but then you've you've also got it's hardly like you know Spurs haven't started well you know imagine if they had started really well you'd, yeah. you could be in a lot more trouble than yeah, you that's are true. we're essentially an Aubameyang dry spell away yeah from, because if he got injured tomorrow nothing yeah, happens popping up doesn't it we'd be 19 about his goals and stuff it's not like, even necessarily ever attacking players fault in terms of it's just he's a natural goal scorer who will score a certain amount of goals they, even if he plays shit said, he'll score goals they said one of the things keeping Emery in a job is they're crediting him with the form of Aubameyang he scored it's everywhere ridiculous. he's ever oh, yeah. been I was going to say yeah yeah it's just since he signed he scored it's not like so, Emery's like gave him some special exactly. juice so you're in charge of Arsenal tomorrow Troy from mm. the realistic appointments who do you take do you take a chance at Arteta do you give it to Freddie Lundberg do you See, I kind of like, I do kind of like the idea of Freddie Lumber, but it's sort of, it's one of those things of where are you actually changing anything or are you just getting rid of the man who's at the top? He's only been um, an assistant for half a year. This is what I mean. Is it, I'm not sure he should be fed to the dogs like that. Like, obviously, Ole was already man- was managing certain clubs and stuff, had a bit of experience under his belt when he, when he came to United, but with Lumberg, I don't think he's quite ready yet. No. Something I would say, keep an eye on, it's not going to be Arsenal. Someone is going to take a chance on Rui Faria. He's now is that ma- that guy in yeah. Germany? No, he was Jose's assistant, assistant yeah. ah. and he left, and he's now managing in Saudi. Okay, and he took over kind of like a decent team over there, and they've had nine games this season. They've won seven and drawn two, and a lot of people said that he was kind of the ticking force behind Jose. That it was right. it was as much a collaboration of minds as just Jose. Yeah, yeah. And look, when they split up. Josie wasn't as effective, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah, that was. You never quite know how much to read. They into said that about Klopp and Buvat, didn't they? Yeah, and then we want something yeah. we left. <laughs> <laughs> probably he's very furious. But on yeah, that. some someone's going to take a chance on him, and yeah, that's going to work. Who's that, who's that guy that's thing. a little bit like Klopp, and he is in? He, I think he. I'm not sure if he's heard for Berlin's manager, but he's it's, out in um, Germany it's, somewhere. It's the Leipzig manager, isn't that's it? It, it begins with an S, I He think. just comes across very eccentric and all, and it feel, I feel like that's just, that's in, in at my the head, moment, it's isn't like it? That type of manager. Yeah, I feel like if you try and be like, it's not going to work either. No, so you, you, no, you, you just are actually, or not. Yeah. People are crying out for Den Haag at Ajax, but I I don't read much into the Champions League run last year. You think it's just one of those things? I think... Also, he doesn't, 
presumably run the academy either. So they yeah. have some great players coming through, but that's not him. I think winning the league either. with Ajax is like winning the league with Juve, winning the league with Bayern Munich or uh, PSG. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to, I mean, we we appointed the manager. He lost the league with PSG. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to 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 that point though, and this is going to sound like I'm just shitting on Jose constantly, but. It's my, my main concern with the Arsenal thing is each situation he's walked in where he's had success has been a result of he's got the best team or the, mm. or the best resources and they've cost up the cash for him to do it. Now, I'm yeah, not saying yeah. he won't give him any cash yeah. but I'm saying he generally has some decent foundations in place mean. where he can add to it. At Arsenal, he's I, kind of got to put the bricks in. I think it's more though that he kind of looks at what they have and is happy with it. Yeah. Like, I think he already feels like they have the tools there. The certain like when he, Remember how he'd been talking about our front three? you can tell he has a plan for them yeah. as they already are. Not, but, let's get some more people in. So It would maybe... represent a, a genuine challenge to him as well in terms of there's some good teams out there at the minute and if he comes in and, and wins over them, that's, I'd probably say, the best achievement of his career. Mm. The byline I mean, of, of, all, be, of, all, yeah. of all of them because Port were the best team in Port, okay, good Champions League run. Yeah, but, but a cup run is a cut run. Yeah, insert at that point win the league there. Was, was the, one thing. The other teams, he's always kind of failed that in a way. So the byline, this should be the big one. The byline in the Telegraph today was it's quickly become apparent that Jose Mourinho wants Arsenal more than Arsenal want Mourinho. Yeah, I saw that. It seems and I was that way. Fairly astounded, I'll admit. If, it, it, only because it's not going to get worse if you appoint him. I, I don't see that it's going to be worse. It's uh, uh, if he fails, it's they stay as they are. Mm. Probably, it's probably they're not going to get notably worse. I would touch wood so. so who who would you because we'll have to move on I'm conscious of the time uh, if you can get him I think it's worth rolling the dice with Mourinho just you're accepting it's going to be a couple of years you see where you're at at the end of it and then if you can give the job to someone else at that point great if not if if you're looking trying to look more long term I would say you sack him now if you have to appoint Lumber to the end of the season you do it you don't get overexcited like United didn't hire him and yeah. then you go for Nagelsmann at the end of the season if if he's only going to join at the end of the season I th- then I'd do it that way I think they'd insist on keeping Freddie alongside him because he doesn't have an assistant anymore Jose. Yeah. and they did like United did with Carrick where they said look he's going to be in your team whether you like it or not mm-hmm. and then see what happens there Troy what would you go Jose or would you go yeah, Arteta I think, or I, think I would else? I would take Jose so we're Jose in on this but we are all aboard TK but, uh, that's more down to that you can't see it's more down to that there's you know a lack of options exactly I would, that, for example yeah. if Allegri is still there I think he's a, a better choice even though supposedly he has it's, a yeah, it's like you say, similar sort of language he's not quite tested as well. Apparently as well not quite tested in the Premier League and all and we kind of know what you're getting with Mourinho I think that's more what it is isn't it I'll tell you I'll be cracking open a can on the podcast if we appoint Jose Ooh. let me tell you yeah I, I've I'm saying it, but I would have huge reservations about it. I'm I'm less than convinced that it would work. You'd love the, to see it, regardless. Oh, oh, I would, I would have seen <laughs> it as a. It'd be interesting, just the spectacle of it. Yeah. I, just, I saw a clip from Arsenal Fan TV where a bloke said that he thought. Uh, you retweeted, it, I think, yeah. where it was basically it was as good as sort of like a guarantee of something. Yeah, I thought I, I've really fallen. It's short. a guarantee. I, I I fall short of that. I personally out. guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll move on we can spend long whether we get all this in or whether we say it for next week where well, I think it will be just the three of us again but mm. see what happens anyway I'll ask I'll ask you TK then should Liverpool fans be worried that they're having less comprehensive wins than last season 
or should they be more comfortable and confident that they seem more capable of getting over the line? Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Um, because at the minute it seems to be, oh, look, it's great, isn't it? They never give up. They, they keep, and, but at some point, you have a game like this Villa one where they can't get over the line. And, and at what point do you, start, do you start questioning it is, is my thing. And particularly with, I, I think it will only become an issue when you've got this big run of games coming up where we've got, is it like 14 games in 26 days or something stupid around the Christmas time? Yeah. And as we've said before, and as I said in the summer where I thought it was probably a mistake not to add a bit more to the squad, it's not a particularly deep squad. And certainly in key areas, there's not much depth. And I think that's where potentially you could come unstuck where you're having to dig deep each game to try and dig out a win. Is You can't win every game, one. Two, it's tiring, particularly in the way Liverpool play. And if you contrast that to albeit City left it late on the weekend, but predominantly they dominate games, they roll over teams and they have like 80% of the ball. So they don't have to put any of the work in. I think down the stretch, that could be a serious problem for Liverpool. I, I do. But at this point in time, you're happy to keep going, <laughs> keep getting last minute winners. Oxy's it does born. eventually become a, a confidence thing, doesn't it? Where you almost have that feeling that it's inevitable it's going to happen. I don't have that yet, but you can create that feeling. Ox's form is a good plus. If you can keep several midfield options. Friend of the podcast is still slated. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a couple of bangers aside, you're still shit. I was like, fucking <laughs> hell, mate. The Athletic did a piece on just how important he is. The people, I said before, people forget before that injury, he was becoming like such a key thing. We were saying, weren't we, about going into the World Cup that we thought he could be a great midfielder for England. Me and Troy were chatting, I think, on the way to the last game we went to that... Uh, Wenger wanted him as a central midfielder. Yeah. But probably like happens with a lot of people at Arsenal. There was no suitable person to put him alongside, so any weakness he had was badly exposed. Because yeah. it's it's a game that you can take as a one off and I'm sure you can find it online somewhere. He played a game against Southampton in the FA Cup away, which they fielded a weak side. Welbeck scored with his first game back from injury. He had one of the best individual performances I've seen in an Arsenal shirt mm. where he was just pinging it and pinging Spraying it. Everything yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. Mm. And then he went straight back onto the opposite wing to what he wanted to be on the next game. Downhill um, from there. Yeah, yeah. I don't get why the crowd are booing him. No, how did I? I the only thing I remember, which made me laugh at the time, that you beat us like 5-1. Then he joined Liverpool and he yeah. did the interview and he said, I mean, we beat Arsenal last week. So uh, <laughs> people are like, this is a disgrace. The disrespects he's showing here. Yeah, like you said, I would have took that as a bit tongue-in-cheek, but Nick, I, Nick. I, do, I do think it's a, it's a concern. I, I think at the minute you can play offers, it's great. We're getting last-minute winners, etc. It's But eventually... You're not gonna you're not gonna win all of these, and they can start to rack up if you're not careful. It's gonna be how you handle when one doesn't go your way. That's it, because then to the next one, at, at the minute they in the players' minds, they'll probably think, "Oh, it's okay, we're gonna turn this around." The plus is so City you have the one just as you don't. Yeah, that's the other thing. If if we're maybe not winning as comprehensively as we were before, they certainly aren't. So Saw that last year that, when they got battered by Newcastle, and then then just didn't stop <laughs> yeah. winning. Yeah, it's definitely everything. not gonna be a hundred point season again. You know, um, so I think that's where Liverpool may benefit from that. I'm hyped for the weekend. I didn't know that was this weekend. Did you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. City, Liverpool this weekend at Outfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arsenal's the uh, 5.30 kickoff on Saturday. So that's... Uh, yeah. What a weekend. We'll be celebrating at 
eight o'clock Saturday. Jose's in. <laughs> Do we start taking Chelsea seriously or is it just going to fade out? The papers said that we've got Fergie Mark II today in Lampard. <laughs> Mad, <isn't it>? <laughs> I love that someone's... Do I print that? Princess. Yeah, you print that. To do it. Yeah. I think it's a bit too early still to be talking about all that. It's, we're just, let us see how they get on at the end of the season before we can fully judge Lampard on... I mean, so far, so good, though. If you're I, Chelsea I will say, fan, they, they have surprised me. I thought mm. they'd be a lot more up and down than this. So yeah. Shown a good sort of consistency, and they've come into certain games. I thought it was away at Watford, wasn't it, on the weekend? I thought that was potentially a banana skin. And nearly was. Couple, yeah, a couple of decisions potentially could have been, but. He comes across as that guy these. that, whilst things are going well, he's wor- he's great mm. because, like, he, he comes across as that sort of. You know that teacher that you have that could easily be one of the kids. Everybody you know? likes. Yeah, yeah, everyone gets along with him and all. So whilst things are going well, it's all happy times type thing. I've always liked him anyway, but <laughs> yeah, same. I think he's been a bit of a charmer since he's come in. The way he jokes yeah. about with the press, he has a lot. He seems like a, a fun guy. I yeah. I can imagine, like I always said, there's a piece from when he just joined Chelsea on the Athletic that's worth going, worth going back to where they could do a deep dive into his style mm-hmm. he he does seem like he, he isn't there just on account of his name like he is very very in depth studious mm. and he's ready to tell you what you're doing wrong if you do start doing it well, wrong I feel like some players are good at transferring that straight over from their playing days it's what they say about being obsessive Lundberg but obviously it was a bit early to say yeah. that mm. They say the impressive thing with Lundberg is during his career, Wenger said there's no player he would have put more money on just leaving football behind when they finished. Oh, really? And he tried it and he Of course, because he was a model and yeah. stuff, wasn't he? And they said, they said that he's one of them where... It doesn't end well here. Yeah. He's yeah. this one of them where they would say to him, like, he has the brain. He has the brain before anything else. Yeah. Ironically, they said throughout Carragher's career if there's anyone who you can guarantee will go into coaching is Carragher and he's mm. like yeah it's not for me fuck up someone print screened um, an article today saying about who could have replaced Wenger and this was back in like 2010 and they suggested um, Alex McLeish oh Jesus <laughs> <laughs> fuck me I said Owen Coyle was once linked with it <laughs> yeah, he, no he was the the up and comer at one point mm. Piers Morgan said we should have got Allardyce when do we call Harry Maguire a flop? Oof. Problem is, if he's in City's team, is he a flop then? Do you know what I mean? I just think he's not really doing much. He's not doing I much bad either type thing. Do you not think, in terms of how signings are judged, he's got off lightly? I I thought there might be more scrutiny, actually, and, and shown to him when... Everyone over the summer was talking about obviously that eighty million, and I thought, if I, yeah, I think that's a good one, start here. one big thing in it is the is the amount that he's gone for. Because I can remember them saying the same about Rio when he signed for twenty million or it whatever 30, it was. It was thirty million, wasn't it? I yeah, and people, people were like, saying, that is "That's like fucking ridiculous." Yeah, that, for a defender, that mm. suit was eye watering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That barnet he had for a bit as well. But again, though, yes, if it works out, thirty million can look like money well spent. Yeah. yeah. It's, the Van Dyke money looks like money mm. well spent. Maguire looks... I don't know. I mean, Maguire's, like, what, 25? Yeah. Is it, or is he younger than he's, that? I thought he was older. Yeah, because I thought maybe he is. I maybe he like 26. 28. What if he is? 
I think then it's still don't bode well for him. I think. He's had a hard paper round. Yeah. I was going to say, he's probably looked like that since he was like 15. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about mid-20s since then. Just a couple more things, and if either of you have to go, just let me know. And no, you can. Uh, uh, if we just do a bit on the uh, fighting we had this weekend, mm. if we get into UFC 244, we end with the main event, just a couple of little tidbits. So, the top of the prelims, we had Corey Anderson against Johnny Walker. Corey Anderson went out, polarised Johnny Walker, has happened to him early in his career, but in the UFC, he's just been slumping people. Like a monster. So anyway, he went out the bat. We saw where he was fired up after the fight where he was chucking the referee about. <laughs> went out the back and he did the single worst thing you can do when you're in the UFC. And he tried issuing an ultimatum to Dana White. <laughs> the worst thing. I don't know why. You they would... never learn. No. no. Maldrick Taylor's last uh, stand here. I don't know why they ever thought it would why I ever thought it'd be a good idea. So anyway, he said, Look, if you that's mental. It gets worse and worse every time. Stopping it with with two three seconds yeah, or so. Two seconds left and, and he's he was, winning the fight. He'd won every round. Yeah. So anyway, he went out and he said, Look, you give me a title shot or you clearly don't think I'm worth anything and you let me go. You have seen gonna let you go unless you unless well, they, they won't even let you buy out your contract. They refuse. They say we can cut you. You ain't getting out. <laughs> so anyway, Dana said, uh, and it, they told him after what he'd said. He said he wants to remember who he is. He said, we make the fights. We tell you, he's actually said, we tell you you fight, you sign on the dotted line. Classic Dana. And then he said, and I can tell you now, the next person who'll be fighting, John Jones, is um, just Dominic Reyes. <laughs> okay Dana. unlucky Corey Corey Anderson does deserve it there's no he's just gone through Ilya Latifi Glover Teixeira Patrick Cummins who will take no notice of and Johnny, Johnny Walker, Walker. Yeah, if Johnny Walker won they were going to give him the title shot oh yeah he definitely was getting it wasn't he so they were hoping he won it yeah I can't even blame Dana because you've been around long enough to know what you do and you don't do and that's something you don't and do also it is not a fight that the public will demand happens. Like John Jones, Corey Anderson is, is an okay fight, but it isn't. I'm not going, right, I've no. got to watch that fight. I'm no. saying it's a good fight, but John Jones obviously wins. The issue is that John Jones... The John is, Walker had a, had a sort of X factor yeah. about him. He thought, oh, you don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah, the issue is that John Jones is a card topper. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah. if he was anything but, then you could put that as a co-main. Yeah, yeah. John Jones is... He has to be the main... Yeah. He's their biggest star now. Which we'll get on to. Mm, is he? But Derek Lewis snuck past. I thought he lost the fight. He said that he can deal with uh, Curtis Blades next. Prend of the pod, put him in there. Get him in. That's not a fight. Curtis Blades says he'll make him tap to takedowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's really saying a fight there, Curtis. <laughs> He's saying this is going to be a barn burner. Wonder Boy is back, but a broken hand means more time out. Shame, he looked good, didn't he? Outside of but, fighting, he makes his money on Twitch, so he's actually screwed because he can't game if he got a broken away, hand. <laughs> <laughs> so his feet are so good, maybe he can do it with them. <laughs> well, one with no hands, beat Masvidal with no hands as well. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he wants to call it a day, I'll be more than happy. I mean, his chin looked okay. He it doesn't seem rocket science. That when you suffer a bad knockout. 
take a good amount of time out and then come back rather than totally sensible. Yeah, I yeah. need to get straight back in there. Yeah, to get iced again. Yeah. Uh, well, Luke showed his flaws, showed his heart. We said between us, the worst thing that can happen to you as a fighter is realizing you have a good chin. Yeah, kind of uh, made a mockery of the pre-fight that odds. That's Fight as well, yeah. didn't it? Where Wonder Boy just won it easy, really. Uh, Till's interview was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's, it's a bit after the after the fight was good as yeah, well. Incredible, so, I mean, yeah, oh, the, right. the honesty. The well, I meant what backstage that yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really, yeah, it was great. Also, his thing when they said. Uh, he said he believes he can take out anyone in the division. They yeah. said, you're a married... Fuck that fuck guy. Yeah. What have you seen him? Again, That's another great. great bit of honesty. <laughs> I did think with him, what he said wasn't just, you can imagine other fighters think it, but so true with him where, like before that Woodley fight, he obviously thought he could take on anything, anyone. Yeah. And then those two fighters made him realise, look, I've got to be... It's grinded him a bit, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he mm. was he fought Gaslam smart. He was cautious. He didn't just go out and... Like he pro- before those losses, he'd have probably gone out and tried swinging, and Gaslam would have nailed him properly. Done well in the clinch as well. Showed yeah, his yeah. Own, like, how his own type thing. Had the perfect sort of game plan, didn't he? Yep. Kevin Lee is back, friend of the pod. Oh. If you thought no one wanted to fight Gregor Gillespie, which they didn't, he's then come out and called out Islam Makachev. Christ. Who no, also nobody wants to fight, and he's asked for it in Russia. Hmm. <laughs> And for a place like the Gillespie one should have been a bad fight stylistic for him to take as well, really, you'd think. It's but, you're going up against another wrestler, so it's Which like, can be... But so often you see when a wrestler goes against a wrestler... End up striking it out, doesn't it? End up striking it out. And, and that, he has got some power. <laughs> that's a knockout of the year contender already. Oh, for sure. That was horrible. So, on to the main event then. I think most people will have seen it, so we don't need to kind of take them through it. Would the main event have ended any differently without the stoppage well we never know do because that's there's the always this thing of Nate Diaz in the 4th and the 5th that's well, when do, he do turns you know, up do you know this he's fought in two fourth rounds in his life he's oh lo- there we go he's lost both yeah. I was going to say he's never yeah. won a 5 rounder he? He, he lost drags him into deep waters yeah. though he yeah. lost he lost in uh, he lost the 4th round to Benson Henderson and he lost the 4th round to Conor McGregor McGregor actually won the last two rounds didn't he uh, no, he lost the he last lost, round. Definitely got, lost yeah. the last lost round. He nails last. a takedown right That's at the end. Just, as well, yeah, didn't yeah. Nate? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was he watching lost, the highlights yeah. of the back, and I remember thinking Nate might have won that. But oh, at the time, I wasn't saying it. He can go either way. Two, that way. Nate says it's two nil. I thought it was a draw. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Me too. The ten eight where he's mm. pummeling him in the third. Because let's be honest, the first round fucked him up. Round two, I think there's like a swing round. It could you could have made an argument for the way I think was the one where I think. I, I do think it sounds ridiculous because he obviously got nailed in that first round and he thought he might get him out early doors. Each round, it was like he took slightly less punishment and started giving a, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. So you thought, all right, this could be a classic Diaz. Of it happening, and we yeah. might have been robbed of a classic, which I yeah. think McGregor came out and said himself, actually. But Masvidal did look significantly better, didn't he? He's and, a dog, as they say. Hmm. Yeah, Masvidal looked great. Yeah. He looked as good as he's ever looked, didn't he? I thought. And he sounded great again in his interview after. He sat there eating the pizza and all, and yeah, just that, going in. That is the way to call that, out. That was class. Yeah, that is great. Not the Cerrone, Mr. McGregor, if you would do me the honour. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, please. And then he got tough with Ariel. Masvidal straight up bitched thing. him, didn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's where you're getting 
Connor's head as well, where he just says, "Look, I'm just too much for him." Won't even acknowledge it. Connor won't even acknowledge it. I mean, obviously, has worked because he is going to fight Cowboy next. Dana said at the weekend that's the fight they're looking to make, which but, is pathetic. Who? Yeah, horrendous, isn't it? Cerrone McGregor. Oh yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. Pathetic. Horrendous of all the people but, who could. Connor, whether it's posture or not, he tweeted last night at Burger King, can oh, I have no. a three piece and a soda? Yeah, you'll need more than that, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're going to say, like, what should you do next? Masvidal, Covington, if Covington gets the win, it's huge business. I'm definitely team Colby against Usman. Make well oh, yeah, great again. Yeah, that's not going to be a fun fight to watch, I don't think. I think it is. I think. Yeah, you reckon? It's going to be high-paced, if anything, and... Yeah, oh yeah, definitely high-paced. He is going to put a pace on Usman that he has never seen before. Yeah, I I would back him to win it. I just don't know if it's going to look particularly nice when it is. Hmm. I hope he calls him a nerd and a virgin as well. <laughs> Next question then. Does the UFC still need Conor McGregor? It doesn't necessarily need it. I mean, it, people at Conor come, they go. Ronda Rousey, they come, they go. I didn't know if it, it was just a moves along. good or a bad indicator that Nate and Jorge headlined on arguably the biggest card of the year. Mm, yeah, good point. Like, but it shows the way in, they market their shit now. This, I don't know if they're saying, like, this is the biggest we've got now, or mm. we have more stars than you believe we have. Well, I feel like Connor needs them more than he than than they need him. Absolutely not. This new, because what does he do without them? This new ESPN deal means that they aren't reliant on their pay per view buys. So right. essentially, they have a flat fee from ESPN, and then the pay per view buys are bonus. Okay. So, and they take far less of the pay per view percentage than they would have when they were putting their own pay per views on. together. Yeah. So they make more money in kind of selling it to ESPN and keeping that deal than they do the individual event. Right. So that's why maybe you'll see some more below par pay-per-views, but they also can put on these massive ones because it's taking it's even more power away from the fighters. Mm. Connor can't say to them now, I want a percentage of the company. They'll say, see you later. Yeah. You're contracted to us for six fights, so good luck going elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. And we've been doing these other big fights where you uh-huh. <coughs> I think, yeah, if you'd asked me the question, say, 12 months ago, I might have given you a different answer, but I think, and it's partly why we've seen Connor coming out more and more now, is that I think he's realised, shit, they don't need me as much as I, I yeah, thought yeah. they do, because That's right. it's not to say they won't be in hearts with him, and of course they will, but if you look at, they've just had the biggest fight of the year with Nate, who he thought was sort of the B-side to him, and they've just had a bigger a massive fight between him and Masvidal. And then you've seen someone like Adesanya, for example, who mm. looks like could be the next star. Yeah. Who time. looked like a global star. Yeah. It shows Connor who. It's like, we've got the new guy. Yeah. He's the one that's relevant now. You're yeah. less yesterday's news. And he's got to come back and get a big win to get himself back in the conversation. You don't even need Connor for the UK and Ireland now either. Because <laughs> you've got Till, you've got Leon Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All it would take is one of them to get their hands on a title, for example. And you've, you've got your new guy, don't you? I think Leon Edwards is the best shot, you know. Yeah. He beats Masvidal if they fight. Masvidal, I mean, that backstage scrap, don't forget that. Hmm. He had him on the street. I'll close this out here and let I'd you like two... to see him on the streets of Brom. <laughs> Leon Edwards. Well, you know, whenever you see, uh, like, Khabib fight and they say, he's wrestling the best uh, background for MMA, and then you see 
Wonderboy fight and they say, is karate actually the best background for MMA? And you see Till and they'll say, is Muay Thai actually the best background? I saw a tweet yesterday that says, um, is Miami Backyard Brawling actually the best base for MMA? <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Close us out here then. So what next for Canelo? Got the job done against Kovalev. We take any uh, outside guesses as to what may have helped with that it was a good fight I saw some saying it was a terrible fight I thought it was enthralling for what it was yeah yeah so what next for him he's actually almost given himself problems by doing what he's done in terms of his options are there's so many of them they're so varied and whichever one he picks you're probably going to say either he's not taking on the biggest challenge here or that he shouldn't do it for example now, probably the most un- exciting match we can probably have is someone like Paterbiev, Yeah. Which I, he shouldn't be in with. I think but he's, he's done this to himself. I think he can beat Bivol. Not the biggest, is he? Not the biggest punching either. I'm not sure how sold I am on. I need to see more of him. Well, Bivol. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's, you'd think they're probably not going to be too much different in terms of size come to fight either. So, if you could do Kovlev, you'd think you can do it. But it's people like Paterbiev, even to an extent Callum Smith I think these are big blokes who yeah. probably shouldn't really be in with he keeps being slated for the rehydration clause which in his position it would be stupid not to do it and is it not almost standard whenever yeah. someone's that much of a star they get to say that you don't rehydrate that much up it's just standard practice yeah he had to do it for Floyd yeah 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 exactly and so, whatever we say about other influences it is mad that he is going into these fights to be fair yeah. to him so the options mainly are Triple G three. We both love Triple G. Don't want to see it. No, no. Smith, a super middleweight. Bivol, Baturbiev. That's a banger. Or Andre Ward. Andre Ward. They keeps being asked, "Are you going to come back now that he's being Kovalev?" And he kind of is saying, "No, no, no." But money talks. I was going to say, and that's a lot of money there. Oh. I'd like to see it. It'd be intriguing. Um, I think Callum Smith's probably the fight I'd be most interested in. His problem is he has no... Smith is bringing nothing to the table in terms of interest. Like, can I look and fight anybody and sell multiple pay-per-views over in America and Mexico and have all these views? Why do you want to take on a 6 from 3 Scouse fella, super I'd... middle, where you'd have certain advantages against you? I don't know. I'd like to see the... Andrade or Billy Joe fight but the thing that really irritates me in boxing it'd be the same with Callum Smith is when fighters know that fight's there and so they take cherry pick after cherry pick and then eventually they get the fight that's the thing that kills me because he's like well it was worth it then yeah yeah you're right try and take as many easy touches as you can because ultimately there is sort of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow isn't there and you wonder why all these British guys get slumped when they step up yeah, because then they've it's, it's a step up out of nowhere. I think they'll make <coughs> the third Golovkin fight. I think they will because it's easily sellable and you've got a guy right at the end of the road who Canelo can probably finish off and you say, look, I was always going to beat him. I think it's going to be Billy Joe. Yeah? It could be a horrible fight to watch. And I think he knocks him out. Yeah? I think he stops him. Can't live like he lives and fight the opposition he fights and expect to... I can't imagine Billy Joe slumped for some reason. I can't. I've I've ima- to, you I've said imagined- that about Kovalev. <laughs> yeah, I've imagined it too many times. <laughs> yeah. to, many times. To not imagine it. 
And I thought Eubank Jr. was going to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's us through the agenda. We've got two hours, ten minutes there. We've got all kinds of stories. We've maybe revisited something Sean didn't want to revisit, so apologies uh, <laughs> there. And we've got all, all sorts of uh, Chinese takeaways are going to be watching yeah. their back come Halloween next I year. I banned from Ming Tai. <laughs> They're going to have bounces on the doors from now. <laughs> so anyway, thanks again for listening to another episode of the Spitballing Pod. It may just be us three next week. We may sort something that'll have more of us, but either way, there will be a pod next week. Plenty to get into. We may have TK in tears after uh, Liverpool City. We may have Jose in charge. Hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.